the day after I was getting ready to uh, fly to Austin. And I'm, I'm like, oh, man, because I talked about on the last podcast that I was trying to find Pokemon games for good prices because I'm going to try and collect the main title Pokemon games. And there was this person, I'm going to say person, uh, that was selling, like, almost all of them, like, all the GBA ones. Mm-hmm. Like, all five of the GBA ones loose. Right. And I was like, okay, well, I only need, a, I was like, mm, 85 for all the GBA ones is a really good fucking deal. Because I think they're like 160, 170 for all five of them. And this person was selling them for 85. And I'm like, that's a pretty good deal. And they said in their Facebook post that they were in Nashville, but they'd be willing to ship. Mm -hmm. I was like, even more perfect. So I start talking to the person, and she's talking to me. And uh, I was like, hey, are these authentic carts or if they repro carts because if anyone for people that don't know game boy advance games are very easy to do repros of and the pokemon games in particular are very common to see repros of yes and there are some ways to tell but i I asked her that and she's like no i she goes i bought them all i've collected them all throughout the time and played them and all that and i was like okay well i had messaged you and i told you i was like hey what do you think about this deal and you were like i need pictures like in-depth pictures because there's ways to tell if it's either by like the the etched in number next to the pokemon title of the like in the in in, it's like an imprint Mm -hmm. that's there the the title like sticker will be holographic you can see like certain things within the board you know before even having to open them up you can still do that well she sent me a picture and she almost got me with it i was like why the fuck does this picture have a watermark on it like, it has a watermark in the background, and I sent it to you, and I guess you were not busy, and you started, like, going fucking CSI Miami, <laughs> and you were like, I was like, so, because, granted, I'm on my way to the airport, so I'm, like, texting and driving, which is a terrible thing to do, and I finally get to the airport, and you're looking at it, and I was like, what's going on? I'm like, what, what, what do you think? And you were like, hold on, I'm researching. I'm trying to trace the image. Like, you were some fucking computer nerd i i and was in the middle of doing something and i think it was something i didn't want to do i think i was like doing the dishes and then this popped up i'm like wow this is way more interesting fuck this i gotta go downstairs <laughs> this is way and more and i did this all from like the kitchen table i was just like fuck whatever i'm doing at the moment tiff's like trying to have a conversation with me i'm having none of it like i'm busy i got something to worry about yep but anyway, we, we find it, and the watermark, we're like, is that a Twitter watermark? Is that like a what? And then we find it, finally find out that it's it's a trademark watermark for a person. I don't know if they're a man or a woman or what a denomination they are or whatever. They're, but their name was Chieftain20. And apparently, they had written an article and like a walkthrough guide on how to find, how to tell authentic carts from repro carts. So... The whole thing was, it's like, his name came up a couple times, and I actually fucked it up when I was putting it into the search engine, uh, but Google, like, auto-corrected me, so, like, Google is the MVP here, because he was like, hey, did you mean this guy? And I'm like, yeah, sure, let me take a look at it, and it bring me brought me to, like, this dude's website, uh, this dude's Twitter handle, his my anime list, and I'm just like, all right, let's 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 go dumpster diving. Apparently this person is a person, so... Um, but no, his entire... He only had, like, two little blog posts, and it was all about, like, 
Pokemon games, but he's also really into Hatsune Miku, which is not the point, but regardless. Um, That's another topic at another time. <laughs> <laughs> like, the dude lived in, like, Louisiana. Like, he wasn't from Nashville. It was close to me. <laughs> and if you search authentic Pokemon games, his image that she sent to Corey was the first image that popped up. the first fucking image! <laughs> like, come on, dude. This... This motherfucker looked up, literally Googled, because I Googled it. I said authentic Pokemon games mm -hmm. or like authentic against re rep, uh, repro. And, uh, but I was like, God damn. So finally I was just like, I messaged him back and I was like, thank you for the time. But I, <laughs> I politely declined and I never heard anything back from him. But the thing was, you look, we looked at the Facebook that was attached to it. It said they were living in New York. Mm-hmm. The post was out of Nashville, and apparently you have a mutual friend with him. <laughs> this this is like my cousin's buddy. Like, I've met this chick, and she was a scumbag then, too, so it's no different. <laughs> it's no difference whatsoever. So, if you're ever trying to buy Pokemon, or any games in general, be aware of that, because I almost got what got for $85. What pisses me off the most is that her her name that she had was Sarah, but her last name was Forget About It. <laughs> and it's the wrong fucking spelling. And as a fucking New Yorker, fucking Staten Island living bitch, spell fucking Forget About It wrong. Well, that's the first thing. I looked at her last thing. I was like, now granted, some people put stupid Facebook names just to put them, but that was the first red flag. And just like anytime I asked for pictures, like she would always... Her first, I don't like Facebook postings or I don't like Craigslist or any kind of posting where you're selling something where you take a broad picture but don't add close-up individual pictures. Yeah. Like, I've sold enough magic cards on Facebook to know that you take a picture of the of your entire thing that you're wanting to sell and then you take individual pictures unless it's like a huge library or something. Mm -hmm. You can say like, like specific pictures, you can message me and I'll send you specific pictures and all that other shit. But... There you go, man. I almost got God on that one. You're welcome for my service. There was three like DS games that were in the cases, and uh, she was like, "Oh yeah, these are unopened and all this other like they're still factory sealed and all that." And I said something like, "Oh yeah, about Pokemon Platinum." She goes, "Oh yeah, I was just playing that one the other day." And I went, "Where are you now?" Because that's supposed to be factory sealed. <laughs> this bitch was stupid. You know what? She probably got somebody else. That's just the reality of it. Did. For one person that's able to like catch all the fucking things in between, there's like three other people that are just stupid. Corey, they're just stupid, and they would Dude. and they would have hit by. That was a, such a close. Fuck you. <laughs> you bought a game sphere or whatever the fuck it was. I knew what I was getting myself into. Okay, I didn't that's get true. got you got to see it in person. I w I was there. Okay, I was there. I was curious. I'm curious, like, like I wonder if, if I had been in Nashville and I'd have been like, hey, I want to meet up and look at these, like, what would have happened then? Because, like, I don't know where she is. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if she's in Nashville or if she's in New York. No, that bitch is Or if I would have got shopped or if I would have got shot or stabbed during the, the transaction <laughs> over some goddamn Pokemon games. <laughs> Granted, they're the some really good Pokemon games, but still. 
Speaking of which, I thought I had Sapphire. I do not have Sapphire. I also don't have Leaf Green. I have a Sapphire, but it doesn't have the label on it. So I still have Sapphire. It's still a Sapphire. It's just... I need to test to make sure it works, though, because it's been a long time since I tried to boot it up, and that battery might be fucking dead. Battery replacements are easy. Yeah. They're just watch batteries anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, the whole... I want Fire Red, because that's like... A super good version. I mean, fire red, leaf green. It's there. It's the same thing. Fire red's better. Fire red's better. <laughs> Why fire is fire better. red better? Because fire beats green. Like in the typing, fire beats grass. That's why it's better. Okay. It's the same fucking game. No, they have different Pokemon in them. Okay. Fuck you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Well, that led me into fucking two. I almost bought $150 worth of fucking uh, new cases for loose games that I have. There's a website called Custom Custom Game... Hold on, I got to pull up. CustomGameCases.com. Mm-hmm. And they have a really good library of, like, different kind of... I guess I can pull it up on for clips and stuff, too. But they have a huge library, and they even show, like... Oh, these are the game covers we have, and these are the ones we don't have right now. You can buy individually, like, blank cases if you want to and all that. But the only problem is, like, and that's the thing, too, is, like, oh, I got this cart of, let's, I can look at my cart, I don't care, of $132 worth of cases, which isn't bad, because most, this is almost 30 cases. Mm -hmm. And they span from Game Boy Color to Game Boy Advance to N64, Nintendo, Sega, and all that stuff. Uh, but the shipping's thirty six dollars. God damn! And I'm like, and that that's the funny thing that I've seen in the world is just like I'll buy this thing for fourteen thousand dollars. Wait a minute, fifty dollars shipping? Fuck, Fuck that. that shit. Fuck that. <laughs> no, I was in the same boat. Now there was a uh, there was a guy I used to shop at a place called um, Game Giant in Wilmington, North Carolina, and there was this guy that had a shit ton of old Blockbuster covers, which is where I got a lot of my covers from. And I printed off, like, the... Not the album art, but, like, the cover art for the the games. Oh, you mean cases? Like, the cases. Cases Like, like the Blockbuster cases for, like, N64, Sega Genesis, so on and so forth. But they're really beat up, and I've been looking around and like, yo, what if I just got, like new legit looking cases and i found a place and the only place at the time was in the uk and i tried ordering like a bulk shipment of 750 cases and they never came through then tried doing that twice yeah so i went to go pay for it and it was like we will charge your card at the point of transaction and i'm like okay cool here's my shit click pay no 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 pay no pay and it wouldn't go through. So maybe those payments are going to go through one day in like three years. And you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? And then you're going to get 1,500 cases at your front door. And that's fine because maybe at that point I'll have 1,500 cartridges to put in there. But I don't right now. <laughs> but no, like, and the, I looked up just the cases too. because So, so if, you get, if you spend $200 worth, you get free shipping. So just spend $200 more. I'm not spending $200 on cases. <laughs> this entire argument was about you not <laughs> wanting to spend $30 in shipping. That's why you haven't hit the shipping. I'll pay $132 with no shipping, but I can't justify $200. Bro, it's $70 more. That's it. 
it's seven. There's been there was a time in my life where seventy dollars would have been enough for groceries for a week, Chris. Yeah, that was the old days. We live in a po- <laughs> prosperous. Do we? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Corona hasn't like killed my paycheck, so not yet. Because we could telework. <laughs> you can't telework at McDonald's. Thus, what I'm saying is just pay the extra $70 for the cases and don't pay the shipping. This is all about the shipping, and you're getting more cases. $200 is a lot of money, man. Jesus fucking Christ. You spent $150 on anime last week. An anime that you've already seen probably like five times over. Oh, I'm sorry. I paid money for things that I really love. Yeah. These cases would look great on your shelves. You were ready to spend $500 on an Imperial Starship poster. Yes. It was $300. Whatever. Yes, you're right. And the only reason you didn't do it is because your wife would have killed you. That is a legitimate fear. (laughs) (laughs) I've met your wife. I think she could do it. Yeah. She was nice. She was nice to me, but she's got crazy in them eyes. Yeah. It might be the Puerto Rican. I don't know. I, I mean, I might. I'll go through, like, because I've got my main staples. Maybe I need to go through. They even have the red and the black options for Sega games, like the cases. That's cool. I would do the black option. I don't know what the red option is referencing. Maybe that's what they had in the UK. Maybe. They ha- They usually have multiple options for everything, like... Uh, they're they're out of the dark gray Nintendo and Super Nintendo cases right now, but usually you can pick like the dark gray ones or the clear ones, mm-hmm. and uh, and then even on the spine art for like the Game Boy games, you can do like the chrome color background for the logo or just like the black colored background. So like, and none of those are like extra money or anything like that. They have a lot of like uh, the one that I really like is this Metroid cover because I don't I guess it was Send it. I don't know if it was the I don't know what cover, what is it? It just says yellow version, but I don't ever remember seeing it in the Metroid States. yellow version. I think that oh, might be oh, the Japanese. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the PAL or the, uh, if it's the, I sent it in Discord. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay, so this this is a, from what I understand, this is a U.S. variant. Um, ah, the okay. original I believe the original was the grayscale where it was like the the mm. 8-bit art and then they moved over to this. This one looks so much better. Uh, I like I like the 8-bit art too. Um that's I'm split between what's better. Well, the thing is the the game itself has the 8-bit art on it. Mhm. So I basically have both of them. True, true, true. Uh, let's see. The the N64 ones are really good because you can pick vertical or horizontal. But the big thing is the Game Boy Advance. It's the big one is all of the cases that are normally cardboard in real life. You can get plastic ver- like the Sega ones. I kind of don't want to buy the Sega ones. I have two Sega ones. I have Sonic Three and then Sonic and Knuckles because I just picked up Sonic and Knuckles. Mm-hmm. And uh, but like cases, plastic cases of those still exist. So everything else would just be like cardboard that I'm converting up to plastic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'll look through. They even have, uh, they don't have the Japanese one, but I looked it up and I was like, if I still had this game, they have Game Gear cases. That's what's up. I just picked up some Game Gear games. 
And they had the Tales Adventure one too. <laughs> That's awesome. Do they have the and American they, art for that, or they, it's the Japanese only? They don't have the Japanese one. They have Japanese options for a lot of things, but they don't have the Japanese art for that one yet. Which okay. it's weird because if they have the American art or the North American art, it's kind of the same, just with Japanese. But you can pick. Uh, oh, the damn! So you can pick with Game Gear. You can pick the NTSC version, which are the purple cases. Mm-hmm. You can pick the EU version, the Japanese version, or the BR version. Which Brazil. I don't know what version. That's the Brazil one. But the purple ones look really good. Yeah, I remember these. These look dope. The Game Boy Advance ones are great, though. See, yeah, now, you can spend a lot of money on here. <laughs> like, this is the dumbest shit to spend money on, but I would totally end up fucking doing it. I mean, I don't think it's stupid because it's uh, video game preservation, too, because it helps. Like, I mean, granted, you and me probably have all these games in some kind of case mm-hmm. or like in a container somewhere. Yeah. But maybe some people don't and maybe they're just sitting out. But if you had individual cases, it protects them. And then it just also looks nice on your shelves. I probably start with uh, my Game Gear and Game Boy Advance because all of those is sitting in like, you know, those old third party uh, GameCube uh carry cases you've seen it it's kind of like a pelican case that's where all my shit is that and my four game gears that don't fucking work oh they have sales right now you can get a hundred red sega game cases for 270 dollars nice you can get a hundred blue ones or you can get a mix of 50 50 they even have psp cases you can get i don't know if they have the art but you can buy blank psp cases that's what's up that's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. So you should go. But yeah, I'm just going through and looking at like my the big name titles first, because like I don't want to get a case for like NES Wheel of Fortune or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care no, that, about that. That shit's <laughs> fucking dumb. Like any, I think I've gotten rid of all my like, not vaporware, but like shovelware games for cartridge. Like all my games that I have are like. In my mind, quality. Because I used to have... (laughs) This was really stupid to me. I got rid of... uh, There was a game for the Sega Genesis. Uh, It was a uh, the Crew Ball. It was like pool. But it was to Motley Crew music. That game is like 40 fucking dollars. For what system? Genesis. Is it like... What's that uh, Generation... What is not Generation X? What's that Aerosmith game? On PlayStation 1. Oh, I... Revolution X. I've never even heard of that. Oh, game value. Look at that shit of... It's a game where it's like a shooting... I think it's supposed to be like a shooting game. It's shmup? No, it's like a Area 51 shooting. Revolution X featuring Aerosmith. <laughs> yeah. I think it was an arcade and a PlayStation 1. It game. is $2. <laughs> I didn't say it was good. It's a garbage game. I'm going to look that up later, but nah, let me find crew. I think it's called Crew Ball. Yeah, here we go. And it's spelled like Motley Crew. Yeah. Uh, Loose is 11 bucks, but I had it complete, and they have it here listed for 26 At some point, it was as high as 30 bucks. But like, yeah, I traded it in. I traded it in, and they were just like, oh, yeah, you got like 100 bucks in this lot. And I'm like, this is all garbage games. What did you give me money on? I was like, yo, Crewball goes for like money, dude. And I'm like, what? That's crazy. It's just, it's just a Motley Crew pinball game. It's stupid. Pinball, My wife it would absolutely. It was... 
It has a story. What? I'm watching like a playthrough of it. Apparently, this playthrough is an hour long. <laughs> oh my god, my wife would sit here and play this nonstop. Actually, it's just normal ass fucking pinball. Like at least Sonic Spinball had like a bunch of Sonic shit in it. I guess this is supposed to be Nikki Six or something like that. What the fuck? Now it's got sideways pinball. Wait, what? Like it's not vertical; it's horizontal pinball now. Where you're fighting off hordes of skeleton zombies? That's fucking dumb. Yeah, I wish I didn't give this game away. Or sell it. Yeah, this seems stupid, like right up your alley. (laughs) (laughs) I have regrets. What the f- I'm done. I'm done with this. I did not- I- Every week I find out a game exists that I didn't know existed. Oh my god, I just listened to it and it's fucking weird. <laughs> now, if it was like 16-bit or 32-bit versions of Motley Crue songs, that'd be cool. But I doubt that's what it is. Yo, this fucking Revolution this X featuring Aerosmith is so fucking dumb. Yeah, it's real bad. And it has their Steven, voice acting. I have Steven Tyler like screaming in my ear. And Meanwhile, it's really these, their voices. These fucking great value Power Rangers are just running around the screen Throwing shurikens and shit. Ninety-one percent of people like this game. What is wrong with people? <laughs> oh, it's choose your own adventure. You get to go oh, down a different hallway that looks exactly yep. the same. They got you now. <laughs> oh, this is bad. This is this is awful. I'm. I guess this is out. great for audio listeners, by the way. Oh yeah, it's because I forgot you're walking up to the Aerosmith stage. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Basically, I think the premise of it is, like, the government has banned everything fun. And Aerosmith's like, fuck that. Uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith should have died. Run DMC brought him back. Is that the reason why they came back? They were basically, like, on the downward slope. And then they did that song with uh, Run DMC, and it, like, brought him back. And that's why we have, like, shitty... That's why we have shitty Aeros- 90s Aerosmith. Because, like, 70s and some 80s Aerosmith, like, early Aerosmith's fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, Dream On and, like, Toys in the Attic are yeah. really good. Yeah, 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 And then everything starts going out. Then they have, like, uh, I don't know. What's the Armageddon song? Uh, I don't want to miss a thing. Oh, God. Yep. Fuck. I don't want to miss it. Everything about that movie is fucking stupid. That entire movie on the, is like, fucking dumb. Don't you, like, and just, I don't know if it's a rumor, if it's true, but they show it like they used to show it at like NASA training camps to be like, this is all the shit that's wrong, and you have to, you yeah, have to no, they, find they, everything that's wrong. They that's that's just common in like any sort of like yeah uh, training thing because like when the movie The Hurt Locker came out, The Hurt Locker is about like either Army or Marine EOD. They got everything wrong. To the point where, like, they were showing this shit in training videos and be like, yep, you see that? That's wrong. That's the wrong body armor that they're wearing. He is going to (laughs) die. I think with, uh, I think with Armageddon, it was like over a hundred different things. Oh, yeah. They, Armageddon, they tore that fucking thing apart. The the entire process of, like, blowing up an uh, an asteroid that was coming down on them was like, yeah, you split that thing apart now you just have two asteroids that are coming at the Earth and they're gonna (laughs) kill us double time. It's the two-for-one special, dude. 
I forget Billy. Like, there's so many huge stars in that movie. Yeah, no, that was besides like the main ones, like Liv Tyler and Bruce uh, Willis and Ben Affleck. And it was a huge success, but like yeah, it made millions upon millions. Everyone like who saw that movie Day. was just like, "This is fucking dumb." Independence Day has a more scientific and accurate fucking plot than goddamn Armageddon. I mean, those were the those were the the disaster porn blockbuster movies that America wanted at the time. I mean, they still were doing it. Have you ever seen Battle of LA? That's like they're doing that shit's 2012 San Andreas, like they're doing all of them. San Andreas is a movie where the rock has one leg and he jumps from a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, I could be making this up, but I think he catches himself with his fake leg on something. That would I think be that's a lie. Amazing. Amazing. Like he's using the 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 phantom the phantom limb. The phantom pain. Kojima helped. Sure. Him. Kojima yeah, sure, it was Kojima. It was Kojima. Kojima's got his hand in everything. Yep. Oh man. Alright. I guess we need to get into weeks, right? I thought we started weeks. Oh, we did? Did we start weeks? I thought we started weeks. How did we get to Armageddon? I guess I don't know, dude. I don't listen to this podcast. So <laughs> I listen to better podcasts. So. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'll start off with my week. My week was my week was good up until about Thursday when all this COVID shit was going down. Because mm-hmm. like I think we down we downplayed it a little bit, but shit's serious now, guys. <laughs> Please continue to wash your hands and all that. But uh, yeah. Self, like everything's, it's, shit's bad, man. It's real bad. The, I think the government's calling it social distancing, which is really easy for me. That's like, I'm yeah, really good I at moved. that. That's what I did. I social distanced myself when I moved. <laughs> like well, you're doing, telling, re- was... doing it really well because you're in the middle of fucking nowhere, but. Yeah. Like we went to a Chili's today and I felt pseudo safe. Because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> nah, fucking, when I went to work on Thursday, I found out two days ago that some fucking white dude decided that he wanted to go see the Nile River in the middle of a fucking pandemic to a country that's, like, listed, like, level two or le- level three threat level. Uh, And he just starts walking through my fucking office, talking and touching everybody. <laughs> like, I came in that day fucking disinfecting my entire desk marines are coming over i'm just like it's already here the coronavirus is already here we have it (laughs) i'm just like nah son i'm just making room for it just let me be let me do my thing (laughs) it likes clean surfaces exactly (laughs) exactly no it's super i guess should we do the coronavirus psa right now wash your hands wash your ass like, yeah, clean off stuff. It's very, what is it? We read that it's very susceptible to regular cleaners, like Clorox wipes or just disinfectant wipes. It's it's not a bacteria, so don't be like, I have to get antibacterial soap. It's a virus. Just You can use any soap is what I've been saying. Just wash your fucking hands. Wash your hands. Don't use air dryers. Dry your hands off of paper towels or yep. anything. Like, wash your hands, uh, stay out of groups of, like, large groups. Like, I think what it was, Google has a thing now, it says, like, take five, where it's, like, uh, wash your hands all the time, as much as you can, 
stay at least three feet away from people. Uh, what else is it? If you are sick, stay home. Don't even go to the hospital. Just stay home. Because basically we all need to self-quarantine ourselves. Yep, I'm all and, about that. Well, I mean, yeah, you're like a doomsday. Like you're wait secretly in your head, you're like, fucking yes, I got it. <laughs> now I'm not crazy. <laughs> you didn't, you forgot about your MREs. Yeah, no, I really did. The thing is, it's like half of those are expired. Yeah, no. But the thing is, it's like I'm like I'm not even a prepper. It just sort of happened to me. It's just like, hey, you want these guns? You want these ammo? I'm like, hell the fuck yeah. Hey, you want these MREs? Yeah, sure, dude. I'll go put them up somewhere. Meanwhile, like I, I've got like cans on cans of like beans and tomatoes and vegetables and shit like that. It was all unint like all unintentional. You got lucky. I got lucky. That's that's what it is. Like I wasn't preparing for anything and it just so happened like i have a water filtration system in my house that wasn't because i thought the world was going to end it's because i didn't want like doo-doo in my fucking water <laughs> oh god so yeah because that, that'll give you the fucking coronavirus yeah no it's oh i got my taste of the fucking uh oh the government like you know these wipes save coronavirus oh, how does it they already Christ. yep like the fucking coronavirus is a family, you dumbasses. No, let them. It's the nineteenth sibling. Let them live in their ignorance. We had a we had a lady, uh, not me specifically, but I know somebody that had a lady come up to them, start saying like, "Hey, where's the the rubbing alcohol?" I'm like, "It it should be in the aisle." I was like, "No, it's gone. All the rubbing alcohol is gone." I'm just like, "Okay, so it's gone, bitch. Just be." Just be good about it. She's like, no, yeah, like I need rubbing no alcohol so I can give it so I can drink it and my children could drink it because that's what kills the the coronavirus. I was like, oh, it's going to kill something. <laughs> oh, well, let's find this lady some rubbing alcohol <laughs> real quick because, uh, man, like I don't like we do like to joke about it. The Internet's joking about it. I saw a video that Matt Pat put out that has been a corner of some controversy lately. What did he do this uh, time? He did a who would win in the uh, who would win getting out of the coronavirus, Mario or Link? <laughs> Which so I didn't watch the video. I didn't watch the video, so I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna make a judgment on it. But everyone said that the video has a lot of good information on it, and it's getting a lot of hate because of the thumbnail. Because the thumbnail has Mario and Link with the masks on. Why is that a bad a thing? Lot, Ah, people, you know how people complain about people, it. People just want to so. be mad? Twitter just wants to be mad? Basically. They're like, people are dying from this. I'm like, so we made jokes about cares? We made jokes about 9-11 a week after it happened. So My like, fucking uncle died in 9-11. It's, it is what it is. I'm not trying to be like, it, it's a coping mechanism. If you don't like it, I don't care. Yeah. It's about you me. know the government will, Or not the government, but the internet will complain about everything. It's fine. But I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, just... Take care. Wash your hands a lot more. Stay away from people. Don't. If you're fucking going out, and this day will come out, like it'll. This is gonna come out on the seventeenth, which I think is St. Patrick's Day. And if you go out on St. Patrick's Day, you're a piece of fucking shit. I'm telling you that right now. Anyone like, especially because like we see it in Italy and in the Koreas, they're self quarantining and shit's getting better. It's the spread. Well, I think is one Korea is self quarantining. The other Korea, I think, are killing their people. 
Well, the good Korea. So <laughs> <laughs> the one that likes us somewhat. Yeah. But I mean, people are dying, but the spread is slowly like it's slowing in those countries. That shit, like, I don't know how self quarantining is gonna work in this country. I think Americans are so acidine and like defiant that they won't do it. They'll just do it just to be like, I'm not going to do it because they told me to do it. Yeah, that's that's like the beauty of our country. We are so willfully defiant and ignorant to everything where it's like if we try to say something that will legitimately help us, we're like, nah, son, fuck you. Well, what was that? Trying, I don't know. The trying NBA to control players. me and shit. The NBA player's name that got tested positive for Corona. Oh, that motherfucker. Press that, that shit was funny, though. <laughs> it was funny, but it's a shitty thing to do. Like, as soon as he walked off, he just touched everything. And apparently oh, everybody. On, That's like that. I would have punched. I don't care who he is. He's getting punched in the fucking dick. Oh, he already touched me. Dude, bro. Um, So one of dude, bro. <laughs> one of my fucking uh, roommates, Danny, uh, he's originally from Bolivia. Uh, he found out that, like, Bolivia had zero uh, reports, z- zero casualties mm-hmm. or zero uh, reported instances. Cases. There you go. Cases of uh, coronavirus. This lady in France was like, or in Italy, was like, if I'm going to die, I want to die on my own land. I want to die in my oh own country. Oh, my God. She no. took a flight right before the fucking uh, travel ban was issued from Italy went to Bolivia, didn't fucking tell anybody on the flight or shit. Once she got to fucking uh, Bolivia or to her village, she was just like, oh, by the way, I have the coronavirus and I'm probably going to die. So this- I'd have shot her there. (laughs) Her village, yo, they burned her car. Like they had to get government bodyguards. The damage was done though. Yeah, the damage is done, but, but the entire village is like, wants to kill her and her family they have bodyguards there guarding the house and shit that shit is fucking crazy it is that is insane stupid it's ridiculous and i was like so friday i flew and like that's when i started realizing shit was getting bad because like corporate office was like hey we're teleworking now and i was like someone looked at me i was like fuck you i telework every day so (laughs) but yeah, they got I was like, that's not good. And then like they there was like so many reported cases in San Antonio and I was like, that's not good. I need to get home before I can't. And I told my boss we were having our team meeting on Thursday. I was like He's like, Yeah, so you're flying back in on the twenty second. I said, No, sir. And he goes, What? I was like, uh, I don't think it's a good idea. Even if I do, I don't think that I would become inf- infected, but I don't want to be a carrier for other people because I have a lot of older people in my family. So I will not be coming back. And my wife was like, So you asked him if you weren't coming back? I was like, No, I told him I wasn't mm-hmm. coming back. <laughs> and he was like, Well, if that's the way you feel, that's fine. And uh, I mean, if they want to fire me over that, I'm going to, I got a settlement coming. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, those planes, uh, that first plane, I think it sat usually like 144 people. There was 80 on that plane. And on the second plane, it sat 160-something people. There was 70. I had a row to myself in each flight. Nice. (laughs) It was fucking nice. Nice. I probably have corona, but it was nice. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I had to. The place where I work is a a big place. Uh, There's a lot of people from all over the Washington, D.C. area, and its sister locations, Maryland, fucking Virginia, some people from fucking Delaware. 
Yeah, it's it's likely. I'm going to be fine. I'm just going to have like a fucking cough and a headache and shit like that. But my mother is supposed to be coming down here and she lives in New York. And that bitch is buying a house. That, that bitch is going to die. So what I'm hoping is that she closes no. on the house first. <laughs> then you have a house. And then I have the house. <laughs> then you have two houses. I have two houses. And one of them is going to uh, be like the Corona, the Corona house, the not Corona house. I don't know which is going to be which, though. They're both the Corona house. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, if uh, listeners don't know, Chris is not fond of his mother. So <laughs> it's it's not that you know we're trying to work shit out. Well, this is the fastest way to Austin, deal with it. While I was in Austin before. I started getting paranoid, which I'm no longer paranoid, which stop. If you're fucking hoarding shit, don't just stock up on things. But dude, like Walmart's officially has started closing at 11 p.m. and then reopening at 6 a.m. so that they can restock uh, properly and clean properly. Yep. Which I think is a good thing to do. But uh, yeah, just and don't freak out. Just slowly start whenever you go to go get grocery shopping. If you're not in a, if you're in an area where you could still go grocery shopping, just pick up a little extra every time. Mm-hmm. Like I walked down, like I didn't like I saw the pictures and I was like, all right. Well, I walked down the paper towel and toilet paper aisle. There was I've never seen an aisle in Walmart completely empty. Like there was nothing on that those shelves. When I went to Walmart today, there was no bread whatsoever we had bread just, we had tons of bread no bread no meat they had to put vegetables in the meat coolers just to spread it out just so it looked like they, they had something to put out there because they're gonna get an audit <laughs> i guess fucking these shelves look a little empty <laughs> no toilet paper uh no, no fucking, toilet paper anywhere it, i found it was, either it was pretty fucking nuts i went to another supermarket there was no produce like there was tomatoes and then there was apples and then that was it. We had tons. So I guess everyone just went to Walmart here where I live and forget forgot that Kroger existed because we left Walmart and then we went to Kroger and we're just like, there's fucking everything here. There's no toilet paper, but there's meat, there's vegetables. There, I don't think there was one gallon of milk gone. Like it was just full of everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, shit, people are just forget. Like I bought like probably $80 worth of meat. Like chicken wings were on sale. I had my pick of the lot, all that shit. So if you're lucky enough, uh, I've been seeing too, like uh, apparently a lot of like uh, Asian stores, like Korean and Chinese and Japanese stores still have tons of things. People just aren't going to them. Good. That's, don't tell Scotty's. them. Don't, don't tell them. <laughs> Let <laughs> me go. Edit, edit, edit it out of this podcast. Exactly. So. Just edit it out. Uh, what else was there? Uh, yeah, toilet paper though. That's that's got no hand sanitizer. No rubbing alcohol to make said hand uh, hand sanitizer. Like there's just nothing. Oh, did you see the uh, the shit with Kenneth Copeland and Jim Baker and Alex Jones? No. So fucking Kenneth Copeland uh, was having like this hour long telethon. Kenneth Copeland, if you don't know, he's a televangelist. Um, I believe that he's part of the whole prosper, uh, prosperity gospel. Uh, it's a super scammy. Um, was he the one pray like f- healing Corona? Yes, the TV? that was him. Uh, that God. was him. That was him. But like prosperity gospel is incredibly. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, predatory 
oh, scam yeah. within like the Christian evangelism system. Uh, but you had that guy who, you know, he was just being a shit. But then you have people like Alex Jones and Jim Baker, and they're selling products that has silver in it. And this is a uh, like an old – I don't want to say old wives' tale. That's the wrong thing to say. But this is like a debunked myth that silver kills like the coronavirus family, generating all the way back to like eastern countries. And then they just started snake oil thing. Yeah, it's a, it's another snake oil bullshit. But it's like they're like Alex Jones and especially Jim Baker. Fuck that dude. He's another televangelist. He's another televangelist that was part of like this huge. I don't remember the the details of it, but he was part of this huge uh, fraud and racketing um, case that went real south on him. And he just came back, and people are flocking to him, and he does this shit all the fucking time he's got a new product that god fucking came down and dipped his fucking balls in and blessed it and you have to you have to get your hands on it you have to get you have to get the blessing you have to touch the the coat of jesus by buying his fucking it's, it, it is it's it's ridiculous how many people still get get tricked into that shit yeah alex jones also uh, apparently he's being C, uh, getting C and D's by the FDA and shit like that because he's apparently uh, hoarding food, turning them into like MRE packs, and then selling to his viewers and his listenership at exuber at like insane prices. Like it's fucking Look, nuts. Right now, there is enough for everybody if people don't freak the fuck out. Yeah, get what you need. The next eight weeks are going to be stupid. That, that's what I, that's what they say. The next eight weeks yeah. are going to be fucking crazy. But I'm not afraid of the coronavirus. I am afraid of stupid people in large numbers. <laughs> yes. Because they do a lot more damage than a virus ever will. Mm -hmm. so. That is the truth. Yep. The ones I'm worried about are the older generation because it seems to be targeting them the most. And the ones with pre-existing conditions like respiratory conditions. Mm-hmm. So those are the ones I'm worried about, but I mean we'll make it. We'll get the we'll get the herd immunity eventually and all that shit. But one day our next the next year is gonna be a it's next year of our lives are gonna be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So anyway, on a brighter note, back to video games and shit. I picked up. I went to half price books every day I was in Austin, <laughs> every single day because I walked in Monday. It was a shitty Monday. I walked in. I was like, I just want to walk around and see what I can find. And I'm walking around, and I find I decide on one thing. So I'm gonna go through my week real quick with it. So I picked up this. Uh, this is a manga. It is called All You Need Is Kill, and it is by the art is by Takeshi Obata. The original story was by Hiroshi Sakurazaka, and the storyboards by Rosuke Takuichi. Sure, but this is the story uh, that Live, Die, and Repeat was based off of. The Tom Cruise movie. Huh. But this is a hundred times better because they cut a lot of shit out of the live, die, and repeat version. This is a version where basically the synopsis of this is there's a soldier in the United Earth Defense. That might not be. It's United something defense. I mean, it's probably going to be something similar to the Japanese Defense Force. So, yeah. Some along those well, lines. Well, 
a soldier wakes up after he sees himself being killed mm-hmm. in the battlefield against oh, these. Oh yeah, I've I've actually seen this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he gets killed by these things called mimics that were that just came down from space and they no reasoning with them whatsoever. They just started killing billions of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, he wakes up one day and he's like, "What the fuck? That was weird. Like I saw my death." And then he li- relives through his death again. And then, long story short, he realizes that he's re- it's Groundhog's Day. Mm-hmm. He's repeating the same day up until his death every time, every time, every time. But he retains all of his memories. So he realizes that he's stuck in this time loop, so he's going to take advantage of it. And he basically gets like 159 days worth of training done in theoretically one day. This is the guy who's done Death Note. Yeah. You can see it in the artwork. Yeah, too. that's crazy. Uh, but then he meets another person uh, that apparently she has also gone through the time loop and all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coolest thing in it is, like, apparently the mimics can't, they have a super hot, like, hard hide and bullets won't penetrate them. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason he even got in a time loop is because he killed a mimic that was like a transmitter mimic. And he killed them with like this impact, like rail gun that they had, but the rail guns only have like 20 ammo. So he goes to somebody and is like, Hey, I need you to make me a, a weapon that run, won't run out of ammo. So they make him like a 200 kill, I don't know, like the actual pound switch, but it's 200 kilograms or something like that. This huge fucking battle axe. Like this battle axe so big, he can't even lift it at first. Granted, they're in these like halo like mechanical exoskeleton they're in spartan suits, suits. yeah uh but he has to turn off his like j- like his auto sync synchronization for like balance mm-hmm. so he has to learn c- learn how to do it himself because apparently the auto sinker uh gives you a fraction of a uh, second of lag in your movements and he can't bank on that you know he has to have one to one basically when we try to play fighting games right. it needs to be one to one uh but no he needs that I perfect 60 I- frames a second that's what it is. It's but all about I the net code, baby. look for this. This is out of... I worked at Hastings in 2013. Out of the last seven years, I've only ever seen two copies of this in, in real life. And I own the two copies I found. So I think I bought it for like six bucks. So I have two copies of it. I might send one to my buddy who's uh, really wanted one at one point. Uh, but no, these are great. If you ever find it, uh, there's a novel. And then, then first there was a novel. And then it turned into the manga, and mm-hmm. then it turned into the uh, Live, Die, and Repeat movie. So yep. go check that out. That's all called All You Need Is Kill. I think it's actually on Right Stuff Anime, uh, the place where I got the Gurren Lagan and the Helsing stuff. You can buy it. It's a good, I mean, it's a good size manga, too. Like, it's it's not like multiples, either. Like, you have just this one. It tells a story. I think it's like, I don't know, it doesn't have page numbers, but it's a thick boy. So Right on. But it's really good. Uh, so that was day. So I picked that up. That's the only thing I decided on. I walked up to the register and the lady's like, Oh, do you have the coupons? And I was like, what, what, what are you talking about? She goes, Oh, all this week, like Monday and Tuesday, we have coupons for 10% off of your highest priced item. And I was like, okay, 10% is not too bad. That's like a savings of up to $150. She goes, yeah, that's just Monday and Tuesday. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, well, Wednesday and Thursday it's, uh, no, it wasn't 10%. It started off at 20%. So Monday and Tuesday was 20 Wednesday and Thursday was 30, Friday and Saturday's 40%, and then Sunday was 50% off of one item. That's nuts. So I was you like, went every right, day, piecemealed your, your lot and just spread I just it looked, across. I went, 
there's like three different half price books that I go and look for and look at. So that was day one. Day two, uh, I picked up. Uh, no, that wasn't day two. So I picked up some other things, but I found this, and I'm looking over at this one half price books. This is called Mega Man Upon a Star, mm-hmm. and I saw it. I was in the kids section of the movies because I was just like looking at Disney movies that I might want. And I found this, and I was like, what the fuck is this thing? I've never seen this before. This isn't the Mega Man cartoon. Like, we know that art style. That's not what this is. This looks like it's ripped straight from the games. Mm -hmm. And apparently it's a three-episode OVA to help children. Like, it's like an educational show for little kids. And uh, I'll read you the back of it. It says, uh, Mega Man just prevent... Wait. Mega Man must prevent the fiendish Dr. Wily from destroying Japan as we know it. But how? Uh, apparently, this kid plays, I think, Mega Man 5 and it releases Wily from the game. And Wily comes into the real world. And so does Mega Man. So Mega Man has to beat Wily and all that other stuff. Uh, I was like, okay. It's produced by, like, it's actually got Capcom's logo on it. It's produced by ADV Kids. And I looked it up. It was priced at, like, 10 bucks. And I was like, okay, that's not bad. I end up looking this bitch up. This thing goes from sixty to a hundred dollars, apparently. That's crazy. I ended up getting it for eight dollars, and I'm gonna watch it. Like, it looks like I don't know why. So I guess one episode is called "Wish Upon a Star." So I guess they just went with Mega Man Upon a Star. I don't know. Maybe, but I'm a Mega Man fan, so I picked it up. Uh, another quick one. I picked up a copy of super mario 3d world it was 10 bucks so that's not too bad i have it digitally but i needed a physical now thursday i go to one half price books and they have a copy of pokemon black version for 39.99 and a copy of the n64 version of legend of zelda majora's mask and i messaged you and i was like hey if you could have 40 percent off of one item because they also had a uh, Genesis Mini, and that was like 55 bucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, which one of these would you get? You were like, fuck that Mini. Get those other ones. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grant, I ended up getting uh, Majora's Mask on N64 and this Pokemon Black version for $52 altogether. Nice. And they go for, I think the Legend of Zelda is 45 and Pokemon Black's like 46 So yep, it wasn't too bad. Nope. So I went hunting on there. Uh, besides that, I didn't play a whole lot this week. I played some Monster Hunter, but but I did pick up the Messenger again. I went back and restarted the Messenger because I never beat it, That's and I such was so on and I was so on and off with it mm-hmm. that I didn't know where I was in my current version. I didn't know what the like where the what the fuck happened. So I was like, whatever. I'm just gonna restart it, and I ended up buying the vinyl from I Am Eight Bit because it was on sale for twenty. Yeah, bucks. dude, that that soundtrack is so fucking good. It's on Google Play, it's which so means good. it's probably on Spotify yeah. too. I, I need to because every song is an eight bit, and then the other version of it is a sixteen bit. Yeah, the DLC that came out—I don't know if it's like legit DLC or if it's a separate game, but it's like oh, the—I yeah. um, want to say it's like the summer one. Yeah, it, the island bullshit. It's like Miami something. Um, even that—that's fucking great, dude. It's all fucking yeah. really good. And uh, the coronavirus has is putting a burden on my buying physical items now. So I have to wait until that shit. I went to go buy a copy of Mega Man uh, 
Legacy or Mega Man Zero Legacy Collection. Those bitches are selling out. Yeah. They're, They're hard to find now. There's a, there's a copy at my Walmart for the fucking uh, Switch, which is the version that I wanted, but I ended up getting the uh, the Xbox One. So if you need it, I can pick it up for you. Yeah, if you see a copy of it for 30 bucks, let me know. Because the, the Best Buy that's an hour and 20 minutes away has one copy, and they won't ship it. Wow. It's in-store only. stupid. Okay. Well, I'm guessing maybe Corona. I don't know if that's why, but I don't know. But other than that, that's it. I came home. Oh, TJ, I had bought, TJ picked some games up for me. He picked up a copy of Sonic 2, collect, uh, complete in box. He picked up a loose copy of Sonic and Knuckles. And uh, I got those for like 10 bucks each, which isn't too bad. That's not bad. And then he sends, I was like, hey, did you mean to send this? And there's a complete inbox copy of NBA 95 on the Sega Genesis. I think he was just trying to get rid of that. He goes, yeah, I couldn't get rid of it, so now it's yours. I was like, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) I was like, I didn't have it for my collection, I guess, so thank you. Nah, son. What you do with that is that you you get a Japanese game, and then you swap the carts out so that it can fit in your american oh cartridge. i got you i don't know if that's how mega drive to genesis works no fucking clue but that's what i would do i was i went into one of the half price books uh, video game clearance section mm-hmm. and they had a bunch of copies of brain age for a dollar so i bought like three of them because i needed those games case. are great i don't <laughs> give a fuck what anyone says like i if i see brain age and it's a dollar i buy those games up immediately because there's like well i did there's like 10 of them I didn't have a brain age. I think it's the first one. Okay. On yeah, DS. sure. And I didn't have a copy, so I bought three. And I was like, hey, I need a case for my Chrono Trigger because I have the outside art, the game, and the uh, the manual. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't have a case for it. So I was like, fuck it. I bought that. So I have brain age and two extra DS uh, cases now. So I think that's what I'm going to start doing is like apparently cases because cases go for like three bucks or something like that. Might just start picking up cheap ass games like that just so I have extra cases. Shitbag move, but it's fine. I mean, and then I picked up. I went into a game over games, and the guy had a container of a bunch of like manuals, just manuals. And I was like, "Hey, this is the only one out of that." Because the Super Nintendo ones, he's like, "If they don't have a price tag on them, they're a dollar." I was like, "Okay," but all the Super Nintendo ones had price tags on them. Like Super Mario World was ten dollars for the manual. Get the fuck out of here. So I walked up and I was like, hey, I don't find any, I don't have any cash on me. Do you want to run my card for 99 cents? And he goes, yeah, you can just have it. So, <laughs> so I fucking hate that's one it of those stores where do that shit. God damn it. They did have the big fucking F-Zero uh, X uh, Nintendo 64 display, like fucking cardboard, mm-hmm. I guess a poster. And I was like, hey, is that for sale? Because I would spend dollars on that. And he goes, no, that's not for sale. And I was like, fuck you. And I walked out. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't say fuck you. He had a ring fit in like back behind the counter. I was like, is that a ring fit? And he goes, well, that's my personal one. I was uh-huh. like, well, you got lucky because those bitches are like $200 now. And he goes, what? And I told him the story. He goes, holy shit. That's so crazy. That's nuts. Stupid. I hate it. That's all I got, though. <laughs> you have one. Fuck you. Uh so, uh, so from this top, I actually started and finished uh, Shovel Knight Showdown. Uh, try oh, to nice. try to get a taste for it. That game is 
weird. So it's it's a platform based fighter, uh, similar in the vein of Super Smash Brothers. It's got a huge cast of characters to unlock. Of all the characters, uh, even like weird, like the bass is in it from Super Best Friends. Yeah. Uh, well, because he, he's in the game itself. So. Okay, I didn't. I I haven't found him. Um, yeah, he's an optional boss. Cool. Uh, yeah, he's he's in it. Yeah, I think that the the cast is like twenty something different characters, and like half of them, like when the fuck was this in the game? Like, just I also haven't played like Spectre or Torment or uh, the, oh Plague of Shadows, Plague of Shadows, or the other one King that just cards. recently came out. Um, but. So there's three main modes in that. There's regular combat, which is all stock-based. So you'll have, like, uh, a certain amount of health. It doesn't really vary up depending on the character that you pick. Um, But you'll have health, you'll have stock, and then the other ones are just like, hey, you need to get seven jewels, seven diamonds in order to win. Power stone. So it's essentially power stone. But, I mean, you don't get any power-ups. It's really just currency. And everyone's vying and trying to get, like, these these jewels off of somebody. So if you're in combat with somebody and you kill them, they'll go down by one diamond and it gets plopped onto the stage. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's, it's very party-like Power Stone. There's a few bonus stages, like, hit all the targets and shit like that. that that's, it's all right. Overall, the game is, eh, it's really easy, and the story mode is just not interesting enough to really give a shit. in its defense, I don't think, like, the story mode doesn't really, yeah, like you said, it shouldn't matter, Mm -hmm. because there's three other, there's four other games that have story modes that you can go play. (laughs) Right, but even the game itself, like, why would I want to play this if I could just play Power Stone or Super Smash Brothers? Or anything else. Yeah. It's it's okay. It's it's a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's just it's just uh, just a spinoff. Mediocre. It's a mediocre spinoff. To well, it's. I mean, do you know the story behind it? No, I do not. It's a stretch goal. Oh, really? Yeah. All of this, everything that's ever come out for Shovel Knight, besides the main Shovel Knight game, is all a stretch goal that they hit in their initial. Uh, Kickstarter that they're finally getting done. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Every so all of the once they hit a certain amount, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna have." They didn't even know the characters they were gonna do the extra story modes for yet. They just said, "Hey, we're gonna do X amount of extra story modes," and then they held like a poll for what they after people played the main game for like a year, maybe not even a year, maybe like six months. They were like, "Okay, out of these." Bad guys that you've bought, fought against. Which ones do you want to see a story mode of? And that's how we got Plague Knight, Specter Knight, and uh, King Knight. That's how we got their story mode. Okay, my my opinion of the game has changed largely. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I'm still not really impressed with it, but like knowing the background yeah. and history of it, that's that's passable. And it wasn't like yeah, it was like, it was like a full price game. It wasn't like forty dollars. I think I got it for twenty bucks. And you know what? For twenty bucks, it's it's game enough, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, if you so if you had kickstarted Shovel Knight back in the day, you got five games. Because mm-hmm. you got Shovel Knight, all three of the other story modes, and then you got this fighting game too. 
And King of Cards is a story mode with a card game built into it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I so still need it's to, like triple triad. I still need to play the other games. I I've only played I Shovel Knight played that one, but nope. I might go back now that we're doing an indie night with Mega Visions. I might just fucking stream Shovel Knight a bunch. That's what's up. Uh, speaking of streaming, I did the Mega Vision stream for Tuesday. I played Sonic Robo Blast. Uh, oh yeah, that game is not what I fucking expected it to be. So I thought it was just going to be like some little shit fan game because it's like, oh, you know, here's my Sonic Robo Blast 2, right? Yeah, Sonic Robo Blast 2. Um, it, it, it's that it's hard as balls, man. It's, That's the Doom engine. fucking one, hard. Right? Yeah, so it's based – it was built on the Doom Legacy engine. Uh, and that's a game that has been in development for 20 fucking years. And it's just like this dude started something in like some Mario clone engine and then just over time kept on updating it and updating it and updating it and updating it. And it just recently got another fucking update. But that game... It looks... The sprites are fucking beautiful in this game. The game is gorgeous, but it's deceptively difficult. So like the first stage, it's whatever. It's fine. It's kind of like your your Green Hill Zone clone. The second stage, it's supposed to be like this one half desert cave area, and then you start going into like Eggman's factory. Um, mm. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. It was it was a little annoying, but like exploring wise, it's it's pretty interesting. The third stage I thought was absolutely fucking gorgeous, and it was supposed to be like the labyrinth zone. It's the water stage. Um, it was like, you know, these looks like you have the homing attack. It's not a homing attack. They call it a thwock, which I think they just try to spell out the sound that Sonic makes when he does his double jump, but they call it a thwock. (laughs) All right. Sure. Um, no third stage. It looks really good. Absolutely fucking gorgeous. They, they try to make it into like, kind of like labyrinth zone where it was like this, these, these old ruins of an underwater civilization. And then the last, the, the act two, the very end of the act two, um, when you finally get out of the last set of caves, there is this clearing and it's just like this monument, uh, kind of like a pyramid underwater. It's so fucking cool. Okay. Uh, this is technically an indie game, right? Yeah, that's an indie game. That is an indie game. Has save states and everything. Yeah. But the the stage that I fucking lost at uh, is stage four. And there's like eight stages in this game. I only got halfway. Stage four, Eggman's Castle. That shit was so fucking hard. That's when they started implementing like uh, chasms. Like everything fucking kills you. They've got motherfuckers with bow and arrow that's just trying to shoot at you from fucking anywhere. Uh, enemies now take oh, wow. two hits. Oh. Uh, there was another part, another area where I sh- you're I like... I wish I would have watched this Oh, stream. dude, I was fucking raging. I was fucking <laughs> raging. Uh, there was this one part where you're... Like, the music stops. This is act one. The music stops. Okay, it gets quiet. All you hear is the rain. You hear your footsteps going. You They, they actually put, like like feet hitting water physics sound shit like that the sound Mm. quality is great but like you get to this one part and you're you're thinking that you're about to like fight a motherfucker or fight a boss or some shit like that and it traps you it's like this castle clearing that a gate comes behind you and there is only one way forward and it's this 
collapsing bridge leading to the end and the music changes and you're just like oh shit oh shit oh shit and all these <laughs> enemies start coming at you in fucking waves and i'm like how do i fucking get past this and i'm just because i can't do it with sonic alone sonic he he's too fast he moves around too wildly the controls in that game in general are not fucking friendly at all I think that the game was meant to be played with keyboard and mouse. I was playing with an Xbox 360 controller. Uh, it just, it wasn't working out. They had to like implement three different uh, control styles. There's like the traditional Doom style. Then there is the recommended style, which is like, oh, you if you master this with keyboard and mouse, you'll, you'll have like the best experience ever. And then there was control classic style. But okay. the last, the, the boss for Castle Eggman, or Eggman's Castle, or whatever. Uh, it is, there is these three lines of spikes that just keep on spinning, okay? And you're in, like, this okay. Colosseum. There is badniks all over the outer, upper portion of the Colosseum. And Eggman is in the center of this cage, and he's got these spikes spinning around, and you have to step on these buttons that are equal spaces away from each other. It's kind of like a diamond, Okay. Right. You hit the button, the cage comes up, and then you have to thwack into his fucking face. Okay? That's not a verb. <laughs> the cage closes, and then the, the, the spikes start moving in the opposite direction. And then now, instead of hitting one button, you have to hit two buttons. You hit the two buttons, Eggman's cage lifts up, you gotta go hit them. But as you, every single time you hit them, the Colosseum loses ground and becomes spikes. And every single fucking oh. time that this shit happens, you're losing more and more ground and you have to like jump and maneuver your way from these spikes that move faster every fucking round that you hit him until it gets to the point where Eggman's just like, well, fuck this. I'm just going to go in the air and spin my spike thing to wherever you're moving because fuck you. And then you have to step on these buttons. And then once the buttons are, are stepped on, like, I have to use tails to fly up in order to hit this motherfucker. I don't know how this game can be played with Sonic alone. No fucking clue. It's impossible. But... The night stages look crazy, too. Though, okay, yeah, those special stages are really, really good. But this boss in general, what I think you're supposed to do is you're supposed to jump onto the Coliseum area where the badniks are and then hit Eggman from above. But whenever you get close to a badnik, they throw you back into the pit. Get back in the pit. And it's, it, <laughs> it is impossible. It's fucking impossible. I, I, I'm eventually go back to it. I'm going to try to beat that boss again. But it's a fucking bitch. It's the worst. Sorry, I'm just watching this video while you talk. Yeah, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. But that's Sonic Robo Blast. I, I didn't... I I had fucking like four or five continues going into that stage. I lost them all there. <laughs> had like ten lives. Lost them all there. Oh, it was rough. Rough game. Hard game. Uh, after that, I kept on streaming for a little bit more. Played some Sonic Smackdown. Uh, Sonic Smackdown is the fan game that's being made by Arct Forge. They are making an indie game called Origin of Storms. Uh, it's pretty cool, but I think, I think that a lot more people are way more interested in Sonic Smackdown itself. Uh, yeah. they did another major update and I did a Mecha Sonic run. Yo, that shit is so fucking dumb. 
he because he's broken. Well, not just because he's broken. The moves that they added to. First off, all the other characters they did a lot of updates, a lot of quality of life updates to their animations, adding more moves, making their move pool like more diverse. But Mecha Sonic is like a hybrid between Akuma and Goku. He's got the fucking raging demon where he'll hit you and then it's just like the screen goes white and then you see the Aku symbol in the back as as Mecha Sonic does the fucking pose. And it, it makes oh a sound. So Mecha Sonic's got uh, a Kamehameha. Mecha Sonic's got a fucking spirit bomb that outright kills. Like blocking or no blocking, it just kills you. That's not fair. It's fucking du- well. The prerequisites are in order for you to go super, because you have to be supersonic in order to do it. So when you go super, it costs five meter, and then you have to build another five meter to use the spirit bomb. So it's almost impossible to pull off in regular play. Right. But no, Mecha Sonic is super fun to play. He's stupid. It's broken. Uh. Yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Uh, Castlevania Season 3, watch that. Don't want to really get into spoilers. Uh, yeah, I'm not caught up yet either. It is... I want to say that it's better than Season 2, and Season 2 is really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't watch that one yet either. You need to catch up. Season 3 is really fucking good. Uh, they started doing their own thing. They broke away from what the games had, and they started implementing their own characters, and... Uh, there's kind of yeah. like four different storylines, maybe three different storylines going on at the same time. You have Isaac's storyline, which he has some of the best character growth, uh, or character development throughout the series. Uh, really, really fun to watch him. Uh, you have Hector's storyline where he's dealing with, uh, Carmilla and Lenora and the four vampire sisters. And then you have the storyline dealing with, um, Trevor and Sypha. Their storyline is is okay. Really, what's happening around them is a lot more interesting than what's going on with them. Um, right. I Sypha's come out of her shell a little bit. She's she's a lot more fun, a lot more outgoing. Um, but that their arc really brought that down to like a screeching halt because Sypha has had this this image of like adventuring is so much fun and you get to kill all these bad guys and Trevor is just like, yeah. Yeah, this is this is all right. This it's pretty fun hanging out with you, but uh really don't trust these motherfuckers and Cypher's like, nah, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine. Yo, that ending completely breaks her spirit. Like one hundred percent for for season three. Season ah, okay. season three's ending of Cypher and Trevor's uh character arc completely breaks her spirit. And like there's something along the lines of like, how can people be so cruel? Like, where did we go wrong? How do we come to this point? And Trevor is just like, you don't understand. The last month or so, we've been living your fantasy. What happened tonight is my fucking reality. We're in my fucking world now. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh shit. That's just fucking deep. What the fuck? Tails has a mega buster? Yeah, right. Tails has a mega buster, son. <laughs> Uh, oh, Alucard stories again, super fucking sad. Like it, it looks like of he's course. going off the fucking deep end now. Uh, I do want to say, because it was brought up in the discord chat, there's apparently a scene where Alucard changes his body to be a female. Oh, yeah. I don't know what anyone's talking about. I didn't see that shit. 
So I don't know if someone got confused or what, if I missed something, but I didn't see that shit at all. Maybe, maybe I'm just forgetting it. Uh, but no, season, season three, awesome. Uh, picked up a PlayStation three that was backwards compatible for PlayStation two. Uh, I got it for cheap. I got it for like 150 plus all the guts that came along with it. Um, that's not too bad. No, that's not bad. Uh, picked up Metroid Zero Mission because we were talking about it earlier, and I really want to play that oh, last yeah. portion where it's like the stealthy portion after she loses her armor and shit. Uh, yep. Played some Baroque again. I keep on going back to that. That's like it's a it's a garbage game, but it's one of my favorite PS2 games. Uh, it's it's a roguelike RPG made by Atlas. I cleared the entire the entire tower. So the entire premise is that you have to keep on going down this tower. You have to go down the tower uh, because some angel told you to go kill God. Here, take this gun. Okay. Yep. No, no, no. Fine. Makes sense. Okay. Uh, sure. And like the entire premise is like the more that you die, the more you unlock the story. Well, I guess I'm too fucking good at this game because I didn't fucking die. And they just restart me from the beginning. And I was like, no, you missed something. And I'm like looking through like some shit on GameFAQs. You have to like find this essence. Give the essence to somebody in the, in the, in the town. They'll fucking die. And then you can go explore what they've been hiding. And then that's supposed to unlock more shit into the tower. It's like this, this weird arbitrary bullshit that you wouldn't have fucking gotten unless you Not looked it up. A walk in a walkthrough. Yeah. It's like so fucking stupid. Like it's 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 an entertaining game. And I really enjoy it. But now, like actually trying to beat the game, I have to like jump through. And like who the who the fucking thought about it? Because they have these things called um, I think they're called consciousness orbs. And consciousness orbs allow you to take items that are currently equipped to you, and you can restart your next playthrough with those items but you could only throw in one so me being the power gamer i'm just like well i'm just gonna throw my best fucking sword in there no you need to throw like fucking the aspect of lying or some stupid shit like that and then go hand it to the fucking in the wheelchair that got no toes it's a weird game okay it's a weird game Maybe I'll stream it. Uh, I don't know if you can say that word, but okay. <laughs> no, it, it is what it is. She's in a wheelchair. Disabled. Disabled person. You got that dolphin sound ready? Yeah, I got the dolphin sound ready. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, just out of morbid curiosity, I played Inuyasha Feudal Combat. Ah! Yeah, that's not good. What, did you think it was going to be? No. No, no, no. Like, even from the beginning, like, it lies to you. Like... I have it on the PlayStation 3. It's, you know, it's all upscaled and shit like that. And then you hear... Oh, upscaled. You hear whoever fucking uh, voices Inuyasha. But then, like, for the rest of the game, like, it was decent quality until you actually start playing the game. And everything is compressed to shit. Like, all the sound is compressed to fucking shit. And I'm just like, oh, god fucking damn it. It's, like, grating on my ears. And then I just start playing the story mode and it is like inuyasha does this inner monologue explaining everything but it's almost as if it was written by a fucking seventh grader my name is inuyasha i looking for the shikon jewel shard i was betrayed by kikyo i am hunting down naraku like 
like like just like that it's almost exactly like that i'm just like fuck dude i can't do this i'm pretty sure the storyline of inuyasha was written by a seven-year-old so. probably probably actually that that lady is like old as fuck she did ramna half ramna half sucks ramna half i don't ranma one ha- ranma one half is that what it is one and a half I mean, it's comedy anime. It's like Shin-Chan, but Shin-Chan's better. Sure. All I know is that there's, like, gender bending in it. and Yeah, the main character is Inuyasha's voice actor. Really? The dub, or, yeah, this, the, the dub version is, yeah. I didn't know that. Whatever. It's a bad game. Bad game's bad. That's my week. Corona. Corona. <laughs> That's my week. Uh, let's hit this news. All right. Well, let's. Well, speaking of Corona, <laughs> I'm gonna let you take the first one because I want to talk about Knuckles and I want to. Wait. Yeah, I want to talk about Knuckles and Reggie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. Earlier this week, fans and developers alike caught wind of a tweet from Devolver Digital, pretty much fueling the rumors that we've been hearing a while for E3. Simply saying, cancel your E3 flights in hotels, y'all. DSA later confirmed this rumor a day later uh, with an official statement announcing that E3 2020 has been canceled due to the growing concerns of COVID-19. To quote, after careful consultation from our member companies regarding the health and safety of everyone in the industry, our fans, our employees, our exhibitors, and our longtime E3 partners, we have made the difficult decision to cancel E3 2020, scheduled for June 9th to the 11th in Los Angeles. Following increasing and overwhelming concerns about COVID-19 virus, we felt that this was the best way to proceed during an unprecedented global situation. We are very disappointed that we are unable to hold this event for our fans and supporters, but we know that it's the right decision based on the information that we have today. Our team will be reaching out directly to exhibitors and attendees with information about providing full refunds. We are also exploring options with our members to coordinate an online experience to showcase the industry announcements and news in June 2020. Updates will be shared on e3expo.com. We thank everyone who shared their views on reimaging the uh, on reimagining e3 uh 2020 this year we look forward to bringing you e3 2021 as a reimagined event that brings fans media and the industry together in a showcase that celebrates the global video game industry kotaku's jason schreier later followed up with an article detailing the esa statement and the responses from some of the major developers notably this was supposed to be a big year for warner brothers games as they were preparing to host an e3 press conference for the first time revealing a new batman game talking about the harry potter ip that was leaked in 2018 and also the future of rocksteady studios who is most notable for the arkham games Microsoft and Ubisoft both announced that they were planning on releasing digital presentations after E3's cancellation, and it is expected that Microsoft is set to unveil a full preview of the Xbox One X with a digital presentation. Good. Look, E3 was having problems way before COVID-19 was being announced, all right? This this was a long... This, this was going to happen. Coronavirus one way or came in and took the. They did this. Uh, the kill steal. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> yeah. Th- this was a the perfect excuse to shut down E3. And you know what? I, I, I know that there's a lot of people that are connected to it. I know that there's a lot of people that, you know, this is a livelihood for them. You know, this is how they make their money. But uh, no, this, this needed to happen. And 
I'm curious. I'm really curious if they're going to come back. Because honestly, <laughs> depending on the success that the digital presentations have, you know, they're getting the same information out to the public regardless. So for cheaper, for cheaper. So this might be the yeah. way that they go. Like, I know that Phil Spencer is all about the glitz and the glam and, you know, having these big super production tours and shit like that. But it just might be well, the best the way too. to move they forward. Didn't recently, they didn't recently start doing the the play the demos, you know, first until like 2017 for like the like, what do you call it? Not the, the everyday man mm-hmm. like could come in and buy tickets and all that stuff. It was always like a corporate like trade show yep like only if you worked for these certain companies could you come and see this stuff which i thought e3 thrived during that time i think it's all started going downhill once you know they started letting the average joe buy tickets and all that stuff it it just not so much it just changed the directions they were like we need to focus more on the people that are coming here instead of you know no it was going downhill way before that so the reason why the uh the public um, why it started going open to the public is because less and less people were showing up. Gamescom and the Tokyo Game Show and uh, the fucking Taipei Game Show, they they were all doing better. They were showcasing better stuff. They're just better, They're just better conventions. conventions. <laughs> and I think that ESA had to figure out a way to keep their attendance numbers up to stay afloat and so that's why they opened up to the public. And once it became open to the public, it became like a fucking con. So I mean, that's all it was. It was a convention. Yeah. So I mean, everyone says if you want to go have your E3 experience, go to PAX. And it's like this. Well, not now. No, but well, yeah. Not now. <laughs> yeah. Not now. Next year. No. Spend quarantine yourself for the next month mm-hmm. and just play video games and watch TV. Yes. In telework. That's what you should do. <laughs> yes. If you can. Uh, if you can, yes. Uh, all right. So the next article we have is Paramount reportedly wants a Sonic the Hedgehog spinoff for Knuckles. Uh, through Paramount Sonic the Hedgehog, or I'm sorry, though Paramount Sonic the Hedgehog had a bit of a rocky start thanks to the ridiculous initial interpretation of uh, Sega's beloved, beloved mascot, the film really turns things around. Reviews have been a, mi- a bit mixed. Sure, but as as we saw with the Pokemon Company's first venture into live action, fans have been much more receptive to Sonic's big screen debut, which has been translated or which has translated into huge commercial success. I think someone shared in the Discord it made like three hundred and four million or three hundred. Yeah, it's crossed the three hundred million mark, which is good. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. Even though I disagreed with a lot of the movie, it's still good. It's given video game publicity a good thing. Uh, this article from, I believe it's called, we got this covered basically just talking about the movie itself and how people want a sequel and they want to see knuckles in the sequel. Since I guess we can say spoilers now because of the after credit scene of the Sonic movie showing off tails and we're like, Oh shit, we could see Sonic. Uh, this, this article has pictures from Twitter and I'm going to get into that more in here in a minute. It's got uh, renditions of Sonic, of Knuckles, of Tails. And the Knuckles looks, looks really good. Like, I could totally see that in the movie. Uh, I have very mixed feelings about this article, though, because this article failed to mention the artist whatsoever of these designs. Which, uh, and I looked. I was like, okay, maybe it's just, like, at the bottom. Maybe it's tagged. It's it's Maybe someone in the comments of the article even also said, like, hey, you should... 
you know, say something about the artist. No, they didn't say anything about the artist. So the artist is on Twitter. It's at Raph Grassetti. Uh, that's, I believe that's the artist's name. Created these. You should go check him out over on Twitter. He does amazing stuff. Like, not just the Sonic stuff. Like, if you go to his Twitter, he also has, like, super hyper-realistic versions of, of models and shit. Mm-hmm. So it looks really good. Some of his most recent ones were like a yokai from own from Neo that looks really, really cool. Uh, just a bunch of shit. It looks really, Oh, he did the Homelander from the boys. Okay. That looks really good. He looks, it looks real good. It looks like a satanic fucking Superman, which basically that's what Homelander is. And, uh, but yeah, uh, they got to put Knuckles in the second one, right? Or are they going to focus more on Tails? They're going to make it like the video game where it's like, oh, Sonic has a guy, uh, a buddy now. That's why it's called Two. Uh, I mean... We already saw the Echidna tribe. We saw the Echidna tribe. We saw Tails. I, I think that they can put them in there. Uh, not long after it was reported that Dwayne Johnson was in the talks of contributing to the next <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> film, they're now like talking about having him voice Knuckles and then do a whole new spinoff on it. So, uh, it could work. <laughs> it could probably like, work. Like, I wasn't thinking. I the, personally like the, the rock. rock. Like, I love the rock, but like, I'd have to get used to like hearing the rock's voice come out of Knuckles like that. I could see him do like stupid confident, but I hope that they don't make Knuckles like stupid, gullible confident. You don't want Sonic Boom. I don't want Sonic. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Sonic Boom, but for this movie, I need I need serious knuckles. I don't need dumbass knuckles. You need serious urban knuckles? Is that what yes, it is? Yes, <laughs> yes. I miss my urban knuckles. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. They might, because they've already teased, like, Tails. So maybe Tails, Tails is obviously going to be a big oh, player yeah. in the second movie. Uh, but they're going to have to have some kind of, I don't believe they're going to bring Robotnik back so quickly. You don't think so? Like, I feel, I feel like they might try to do, like, another enemy in this in the second movie but Robotnik's going to show up halfway through and then the enemy which would be Knuckles has to help Sonic defeat Robotnik so you you think that kinda, maybe kind of like what Sonic okay, is so Knuckles would show up be the enemy and then Eggman shows up out of nowhere or or Eggman teams up with Knuckles but it's Knuckles that you keep on seeing in the early stages and yeah. then you see the heel flip from Eggman that that I think that would work yeah, I could see like Knuckles being some kind of like bounty hunter. Okay. That the Echidna that the Echidna tribe has like sent out or something like that. I don't know, maybe. We'll see. I mean, it would go against like Sonic lore, but I will fuck with it. I mean, oh, the movie oh, oh, the movie completely try and get canonical with this lore. The movie completely threw that shit out the window. So like, do whatever you fucking Archie want. Archie Comics man. threw that out the window. Ken Penders is a fucking blight on humanity. What's that thing that LBD always thanks, uh, shares? Yeah, no, says, the blog post is thanks Ken Penders, and it's they've already bypassed everything that Ken Penders was a part of. Ken Penders was the writer for all of the Sonic comics up until like 150 or 170. Um, and holy shit. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, terrible fucking writing, first off. Introducing all these fucking characters that Sega was like, who the fuck is this? 
And Sega is like the master of like throwing in random fucking characters that no one asked for in their Sonic games. And here, Ken Pender's just like, I will one-up you on every single time <laughs> that you throw in a new character. You want a skunk? I got a skunk for you, bro. I got a duck that's a doctor. I got fucking Green Sonic. You want to talk about original OC? Nah, son, look at me. Ken Penders was the first DVD. Oh, my God. Did you know that <laughs> Sonic was the Hulk at one point? Nope. Yep, that's in there. <laughs> I don't want to know it. That's in there. I don't want to know it That's at all. in there. There's like three different Eggmans. That comic is a nightmare. A fucking nightmare. Well, not so much now, though, right? But the original. Well, the new one is made by IDW. And they yeah. took a... You're saying that one's That pretty, one's pretty good. One's they took some liberties good. with the characters. It's not like what you expect. Sonic is like not nearly as... I don't want to say not as outgoing... He's a lot more cautious and he's like more grounded. Um mm-hmm. at least where he's at now. Those those comics are fairly good. Um, but Archie, it, it's it's a train wreck. People are sleeping with other people that, you know, there's like love romance drama and shit. Like the part where the blog reader or the blog poster is up to, uh, Sonic and Tails just had a massive argument over um, somebody that Tails really liked, but Sonic hooked up with, and he knew that Tails liked this chick. And oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's dumb. It is dumb. Is it in the Archie comics where Tails like becomes this huge buff? Yep, that happens. Or some shit? That's that's. I think <laughs> I don't know if she passed that. I think I think I think the the person did pass that. She did. Because the only reason I know about that is because I watched the Game Apologist video about Sonic 3, and then it went into, like, why Tails is so important, and he brought that up, and I went, what? Uh (laughs) He's like a, he's a fucking Fist of the North Star character. Oh, yeah. He's got the dots on his chest and everything. It's great. Oh, my God. It's, it's He's his own JoJo character. Like, it's stupid. Is there a way I could go back and just start reading this from the beginning? Oh, I'll send you the link. Don't. I'll send you the link. You, no, you <laughs> asked for it. You asked for it. I'm here to I deliver. I feel like I... It's like, it's like when I watched the newest version of Epo that was on Crunchyroll. Okay. And I was like, okay, this kind of stands alone by itself and is good, but I want to know how he became the champ. So I need to go back and watch all these old hundred episodes. So now this is the same thing. I was like, I got to start from the beginning. Apparently, I got to go through the shit to get where we're at now. There is so many tonal shifts in story and in art because goddamn, that Sonic comic has some of the worst art I have ever seen. One of my favorite. So... So the Game Grumps, I don't know. It was a few years ago. They started playing one of the Sonic collections. I can't remember which one it was. But their very first episode of that collection, they don't even play a Sonic game because Aaron stumbles across the section of the game where you can look at comic covers. And, dude, there are some that are good, and then there are some that you're like, what the fuck is The covers. The covers. The covers are really good. And some, some... I love the Endgame uh, four-parter where they start going into, like, the Death Egg crash. I think that's what it is. It's supposed to be, like, the death of Eggman. And I think that 
that was going into like Mecha, uh, Mecha Madness and shit like that. Uh, where they had Mecha Sonic and Mecha Knuckles and they're fighting up in the sky and shit like that. It's it's dope. Um, I could be mi- getting it mixed up, but I'm pretty sure that's the end game uh, four part series. But there there's like this period that goes on for like three fucking years of whoever was the artist was just making everybody with insanely huge eyes. <laughs> yeah, that, like, so staring I just... to your fucking soul. I'm like. This is not flattering at all. I googled Sonic comic colors, and the first hit is that Game Grumps. Yo, send it to me. Send it. Send it to me. This shit is so funny. I'll send it to you. I'm not gonna play it because I don't. Because last time I I used something from My Hero Academia, we got a fucking copyright issue. Oh God, yeah. Um, hmm. I don't think that's from the comic. What? It is from the comic. That's from the comic? This cover, that's one of the covers, yes. I I feel like that that's from an educational game. Uh, they're looking at comics. Okay. Hold on. I got to find the part because I'm just going through. They're, oh, it's called Sonic Live. It's an Archie oh, Adventure no, series. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> God damn it. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I forgot all about that. That yeah, no, that's a thing. That's one hundred percent a thing. And when Aaron sees that, I believe he just goes, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Because they try. I think they go past it real quick. And he goes, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. This is simultaneously the best and worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they go back real quick. <laughs> oh, no, my God. that shit is awful. So, as I was saying, like, the Archie comics, <laughs> like, the very beginning, it's supposed to be, like, slapstick bullshit comedy for, like, little kids. Right. And, like, you could tell. I'm like, okay, this is this is dumb, but it's okay. Uh, oh, the skunk character is like the Pepe Le Pew character. Yeah, yeah okay, but he's him. Th- like later on, he becomes like a spy and a terrorist, and like what he gets put f- away. I think. Oh, the Sonic Kids cover. I remember that. Yeah, no, like it, the liberties <laughs> that were taken with this fucking comic are absolutely insane. <laughs> absolutely they had to nuke the universe in order to try to restart it and they didn't it, it couldn't save it it couldn't there save was a it. Co- <laughs> there's a comic called uh sonic 50 and the the eggman on the front i don't know what happened <laughs> oh sonic <laughs> sonic 50 okay so that is the end game one uh oh my Archie. god there's two sonics on the cover sally looks like she's in a cryo chamber uh Snively's there. He's just like off in the corner. Are you talking about this one? <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. Oh no, hold on. I gotta find it. Oh, it's because it's in the video, so I can't pull it up. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I Let think I found it. I think I found it. It's called Director uh, Sonic 50 Director's Cut. The Sonic 50 Director's Cut. I thought you were talking about this one. Oh, yeah, right there. It says Director's Cut right underneath it. Oh, also known as... At the top, it says Archie Supersonic Special 6. Look at the fucking Eggman. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is going on with him? Is that his tongue or is that his giant fucking, like, Those are his lips. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh... 
I understand now why Sonic sometimes gets a fucking bad rap because this shit is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You need to zoom in. That's that's the cover for this podcast oh, episode. You got to zoom in. Find his fucking face. God damn it. You got to zoom in on that and that's the picture. Uh yeah. So this this is it. This is this is this bullshit. You know, Sonic and Mega Man had a cr- uh a crossover. Yeah. I have it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if that was after the reboot because Archie realized that Ken Penders is a fucking madman, and he took. I can't him- believe he went on for 150 issues. 150. Try 170. This is the longest running like co- video game comic series, like the Archie one. I want to say it might be as much as 500 issues. Maybe not. Maybe maybe it's in the 200s. Uh, Jesus Christ. But that might be combining the Sonic series and then the Knuckles series because Knuckles had his own fucking thing. Okay, so in total, apparently there's 569 uh, comics. And about three quarters of the way, there's a reboot that takes place because they're all like, fuck it. Fuck this shit. I'm out. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just zooming in on this picture now <laughs> what the fuck happened <laughs> why does Eggman look like that uh, oh no <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that's nightmare fuel dude it's fucking terrifying this entire series is terrifying I hope that you make good on your intention to read this entire thing cause holy shit like we could do an entire series outside of what this we can have a new podcast. We could. It's, it'll be like the, the Sonic the Comic Companion series and how we want to kill oh ourselves. This one looks like it was made in 98. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, all right. Yeah. All right. What do we got next? Uh, I love it. Oh, Reggie. Yeah. Yeah. So Reggie feels me has joined GameStop's board of directors. Uh, let's see. Uh, the recently retired president of Nintendo of America will join GameStop's board of directors on April 20th. The announcement was made Monday in a news release on the publicly traded company's website. The news comes in the middle of a precipitous de- decline in the company's stock price and rumors of turmoil inside the troubled games retailer. Uh, GameStop, we're, that's going into some GameStop news. Uh, let me see. I got some more pulled up there. He's going to be joined by two other execs who were appointed as well, former Walmart president Bill Simon and PetSmart CEO J.K. Schminick. Schminick? I think it's supposed to be Smynek. Uh, Smynek, yeah. J.K.S., there you there go. You go. James, we'll James, James is his name. Yeah. Uh, will fill board positions effective immediately while Philzemi will step in on April 20th, just a year and five days after he retired from Nintendo. Uh, we have a quote from uh, GameStop CEO George Sherman. The board refreshment and governance uh, enhancements announced today represent an important milestone in GameStop's transformation as we continue to evolve the company's business strategy for long-term success. Uh, let's see. And Reggie stated in a tweet, I believe on Monday. Yeah, in a tweet on Monday, Philzami seemed enthusiastic at the prospect of helping lift GameStop from its slump. The gaming industry needs a healthy and vibrant GameStop, the former exec said. I look forward to being part of the board and helping to make this happen. Yo, this looks pretty good for GameStop because Reggie has a really good fucking track record. Um, 
I don't know. Why? Why did he do it? Like, did he not like retirement? <laughs> Uh, I, I think that Reggie was just ready to go on to like the next thing. And I want to say that responsibilities as being on the board of directors is a little bit different from uh, being like the president. CEO and president of something like board of directors. He's, I want to say that he's kind of more like an advisor. He's not like the vice president of anything. He's, he's more or less, I mean, maybe like equivalent to a lobbyist. Or just a consultant. Well, he's a pretty, a pretty good fucking consultant. The the thing that I have it's not it's not on Reggie, it's just on like how far GameStop has gone down, and yeah. you know where the market's at because we've been moving over to digital. So how is GameStop going to be able to evolve with that is really really important. Um, I don't think Domino's and Nintendo were as bad as GameStop is right now. Yeah, that's. I think that's a different... Oh, VH1 was having a lot of difficulty before he went on, and he completely changed the way that VH1 was doing their marketing. Like, they... This man is a fucking genius. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. I hope that he's successful. Uh, I hope that if GameStop still fails, that won't be his exit from the gaming industry, because I still think that he's fairly important yeah. i mean d between the entire time of him leaving nintendo and him joining gamestop i mean he's been doing speaking events for different gaming tech and industry leaders like pretty regularly so yeah you know i think that he's still going to stick around but i i don't have a whole lot of uh faith that GameStop's going to turn it around, to be honest. I don't know <clears throat> if they're going to stick around with the physical stuff, like physical stores as much. The physical stores are going to change entirely because they're going to try. I mean, they already have. We've already seen the actually pretty fucking cool looking GameStops that I've been seeing, like with uh, like the more lounging areas. And like there's a dedicated like area to buy your games. And then there's like. Here's a demo area mm -hmm. where you can sit and play games, and then here's a huge-ass business-long table where you can play D&D &D and, like, card games, and we even have, like, retro video game setup areas and all that stuff. I believe... I thought that we were going that to get that help. over near me, and their redesign was just like, nah, just more loot and garbage and shit like that. I, we haven't seen, like, a full-blown redesign in our area. I can't remember where that one, that cool redesign was at either, but... I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. We don't know enough about it right now. We know Reggie has a good track record, but I mean, shit, even the All-Stars have bad games sometimes. Mm -hmm. So maybe this might be the one. Fingers crossed. But yeah. So. All right. So tell me more about this damn COVID virus and what the hell it's doing to the fighting game community. So I saw a couple of streams. One specifically is uh, Maximilian going into like what's this going to fucking do to evo because he was talking about it's it like yo e3 down the toilet you know we knew it was going to happen but how is the fighting game community reacting and following this because because like this it's non-existent if you're on a quarantine yeah like especially when you're doing offline events like you do online events that's one thing but like no one really shows up like physically shows up to an online event uh, it's the offline events. And like just recently, this past weekend, CEO 2020 took place. 
And that's a major tournament for, at the very least, yeah. Super Smash Brothers. I think that, you know, there's a bunch of other fighting games that go on with that. But, like, I know CEO for Super Smash Brothers because that's what Anti won in 2016. Um, CEO just took place, and there's a lot of other fighting games. Like, just recently, there's a guy that was trying to reach out to uh, people in the FGC and how COVID-19 is affecting their offline events. And like even locals, like we have a local Tekken and super smash brothers tournament that takes place every Friday down over at sages. Uh, that's being affected now. Uh, and so this one's particularly um, final round 2020 was supposed to have the next iteration and trailers of Guilty Gear Strive. And now that's just not going to be the case. Arc System Works uh, recently came out and said that they are canceling their appearance and the uh, the trailers that they were going to show at final round 2020. Uh, they say, due to ongoing concerns with COVID-19, we're sorry to say that we won't be at final round 2020 and we will not be showing Guilty Gear Strive demos or the character reveal trailers, uh, stated the official English Twitter for Arc System Works. However, final round 2020 is still an official AWT 2020 gold event with tour points up for grabs. Arc System Works also confirmed that these trailers will simply have to be shown later. Please stay tuned for more information regarding the release of the new Guilty Gear Strive character trailers, which there was an update recently. Arc System Works has announced that the two trailers, which were originally scheduled to be shown at Final Round and Brussels Challenge, will be merged together and released with the developer's YouTube channel on March 21st, which will be the the weekend that this podcast comes out. So, Yeah. That's what's going on with that. Um, a lot of people are worried that Evo is going to get shut down, which, you know, with all the things that are going on, it, they probably should, which sucks because, like, it's one thing if E3 shuts down because the ESA still has money. They have lobbying to do and they have, like, yeah, politicians right. that can line their pockets. Evo has Evo Japan and regular ass Evo. Those motherfuckers need to get paid. Yeah. And this year was Marvel. This year was supposed to be Marvel, Grand Blue. Like, it was supposed to be a big year for newer fighting games. I mean, I mean, granted, granted, Evo has not officially been canceled mm -hmm. yet. No, it hasn't. So, but, I mean, but, with everything that's going on, I would be really surprised if they kept it going. Like, really yeah, surprised if they, if they move forward. I don't know. I think they're just waiting because well, Evo's in June or July. It's in July. I think July. it's the first week of July. So they'll pro we'll probably get something like right at the end of May or the beginning of June. I, I would still think that that's too late. Like motherfuckers are buying their tickets now. They're gonna have to refund them or honor them for next year or some or maybe maybe they push Evo to a later date. Maybe they push it to later in the year. I mean, you would hope, but with with the way that everything is going on, just in general, um it, that's that's gonna be rough. It's gonna be real rough. I mean, like we said too, like COVID's gonna COVID's changing everything. Yeah. Like your your normal way of life is not gonna be the same. Things are gonna change for the next year and a half at the very least because you gotta wait for that vaccine to be made. And it has to go through the testing period and whatever. Like I was watching um I was watching a video. I wanna say it was a Joe Rogan podcast where he had this guy who is like this you know master scientists of biological 
uh, diseases and shit like that. And he was just like, I could have a vaccine to you tomorrow, but it's not, it's, <laughs> we don't know what it'll yeah, do. <laughs> we don't know what it'll do yet. It has to go through testing and shit like that. So, you know, um, it is what it is. Fingers crossed and, uh, hope that everyone stays safe. Yep. That's what you're going to have to do. Yep. I guess we always hype up buying physical, but I guess it might be time where those digital games yep. come in handy. I will say, fingers crossed for biking reveal. That's that's all you. That's want. all I want. Just give me my girl. Give me. My, I don't even play her. I just want her in the game. We didn't. We didn't get Testament last time. You're gonna get Testament this I, time. No, 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 no. I'd be cool with Testament. I like Testament a lot. So. I I want something that is like everyone is here. So bring back Anji. Bring back Abba. Bring back Testament. Uh, Anji would be my choice out of all those since he didn't come back. Yeah, I would definitely vote for Anji. Well, because him and Biken had like, like they had some history together or something like that. I think so. Uh, I'm not too savvy on Biken's lore. I just want my big titty prosthetic bitch back. You want your big titty Sunder girl? <laughs> Sundere. She's not even. Re- I guess it's she- Oh. Okay. Hey, man, I've been doing all, Duolingo. I, I think I'm right. No, no, no. <laughs> First of all, you can't read a sentence right. You're not going to tell me how to say Sunder it's, it's right. It's today. No, I don't believe okay. you. Okay. I mean, it, it could be, it but is. knowing your track record, I it can't is. believe you. It is today. I can't believe it's you. It's 100% too soon today. You know what? Fucking, no, we're doing this. Fucking, no, 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 no. You're just confirming that you're a weeaboo. <laughs> I like anime. I've never corrected anyone on their their Japanese words. There you go. I don't care. I'm gonna delete your message. <laughs> well, delete. How do you delete this? Report. How do, I report <laughs> How do you report it? <laughs> How do I report people in Discord? Uh, I don't know if you can remove do that friend. Po- That'll work. Aww. <laughs> well, no, I can't because we're doing a podcast. That's rude. <laughs> no, I think you can still hit the remove friend thing. Anyway. Yep. All right. Well, that's it for our news. So let's move on into questions. And I know someone for sure that has put questions in. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. He, he's carrying that segment on his back. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for questions, starting off with Happy Dude. Outside of the stuff that I've seen on Thursday night throwdown streams, where should I go for primers on Anarchy Reigns? <laughs> nowhere because no one's fucking playing uh well yeah that's that's 100 true it, it, it only gets any traffic in the beginning of the month uh no if you want to read up on anything i would start with the anarchy reigns wiki or wikia uh they have they have okay character uh tutorials and shit like that um really like once you start looking into the game and what to do that's when the game breaks because just about everybody has an infinite Mm-hmm. Like the game is fucking broken. So it is. It's unbalanced. It's super unbalanced. Really. Our recommendation is to just fucking get in yeah, there. Just and get play in there and play it. Bl- and you'll, you'll have fun. You'll, it'll be a fun time. Just trust me on that. But if you're looking for like actual guidance, I would start with the wiki and then just go from there. If you're looking for the competitive scene, you're about seven years too late. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that thing came and went. Uh, Hardcore. He also asks, what is your favorite Pokemon generation and why is it generation one? 
It's Gen 2. First off, motherfucker. <laughs> Assuming in Gen shit. 1. Gen 2 took everything that Gen 1 had and made it better. <laughs> I'm not going to say that you're wrong. Uh, it's really hard to argue against that. My personal favorite, I like the storyline from 5, but I think I like the Pokemon from Gen 3 better. Now that I keep on like thinking about it and going back, I really, really like Generation 3. Uh, I think Pokemon Emerald is a fantastic game. Uh, and that's not to say I really like Heart Gold, Soul Silver as well. But there's just something about the horns, man. I miss the horns. The horns, uh, the music, the music in Gen 3. Oh, okay. Like those stupid obnoxious memes the with the, the guy coming down with a fucking tuba in the girl's ear. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, it's two for me. I, I will say that out of all the terrorist groups, Team Rocket's the best one, though. I like Team Rocket the most. Just because, like, oh, shit, there was a twist in the first game. You're like, Giovanni's a gi- the final gym leader. Yeah. That's a good twist. That is a good twist. Um, I forget who was who it was in 5. But it was like, you go to... It's Team Galactic, wasn't it? Maybe. Either Team Galactic or Team Plasma. But like the whole idea of going up to go fight the the champion, and all of a sudden it's like, nah, bitch, you gotta save the world. Come fight me, bro. And like like the the final boss music is just like Gators. I don't know. I don't know. Cause Team Aqua and Team Magma are pretty good too. Yeah. Because they're both just stupid. They're, they're, yeah, they're fucking dumb. Team Rocket was all about like the money. Like that's all it was. See that that is a legitimate, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like that that that's like a mob, like a legitimate mob. All these other yeah. motherfuckers are environmental terrorists. Like they're yeah, they're all actual like, because even Team Rocket was in two as well, uh, in Gen two. So Gen three is where it starts with like we need to do the apocalyptic shit and destroy the world. Yeah, we need to cover. We Rocket, need to get rid of all the water. Like if you played Sapphire, we need to get all get all the water and just get rid of. If it. If you played Ruby, we got to get rid of uh, all we the put we everything. All, like, everything floats on water. Fuck the land. Yeah, it's it's, it's stupid. stupid. But Team Rocket was always about yeah, they had Mewtwo, which I mean theoretically could have probably destroyed the world. But they were like, yo, you see this slowpoke? What if we cut their tails off and sell them? And then sell them <laughs> as delicacies. <laughs> yeah, you want this Magikarp? Yeah. I'll sell this Magikarp to you, bro. They were all about catching that paper. That wasn't mad. They Team Rocket didn't sell the Magikarp. Yeah, they you. did. Well, in Gen Gen no, One, what are you talking about? In Gen One, Gen One. No, it was not a. That was in not a team. Gen, that's ever. a that's a Team Rocket guy. After you talk it to the guy, not a team. Oh my god! After you talk to the guy who sells you the Magikarp before going through Rock Tunnel, he's just like, "Oh yeah, by the way, would you like to join Team Rocket?" Or like, "I'm part of an organization, Team Rocket." The guy who tries to get you to join Team Rocket is on the Cerulean Bridge going north when you go to talk to Bill. But I'm telling you, dude, yes. the guy who sells you the Magikarp is connected to Team Rocket telling you i don't think so i'm pretty positive how positive are you so positive i'm gonna look this up on google yeah sure (laughs) Uh yeah just like you weren't too sure about uh sunder soon today (laughs) no whatever uh no gen 2 was the best because i mean it took gen 1 which i liked and then i mean it also doesn't help that gen 2 was supposed to be gen 1 so I guess theoretically Gen One is right, but 
Gen 2 was just a lot more fun. I remember a lot more of the characters. I remember a lot more of the music. Uh, considerably easier, I would say, than uh, Pokemon uh, Gen 1. Because uh, you fight you fight in the, uh, the you fight the league like Pokemon League and when you're in like mid 40s mm-hmm. if you go back and play Gen 1 like the highest level Pokemon that's like Lance's is like 64 or 65 and then like even the cha- like blue's highest level Pokemon is almost level 70 that's the well yeah I mean but by that time you should be in the 80s because you're going through like the second set of badges. No, I'm talking about in Gen One. In Gen One, the le- the the Pokemon League's final Pokemon and the champion, like well, Blue's Pokemon, are really super fucking high. I don't know if they hit the 70s because Mewtwo was 70. The, if they don't, I think hit they were 70s, definitely in they the hit 60s. pretty fucking I think, close. I think they were in the 60s, but 70 is really high. Now I have to, cause I want to. It's either like I think his uh, EV or whatever. If it was yellow, it was EV. Uh, let's see, blue. I'm looking it up right now. Pokemon Gen. Uh, 61, 61, 63, 65. So 65 was the highest. So it goes up to 65, and that's his starter. Yeah. But still, that's really high. And then like, cause that's kind of like set the caliber. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Gen two, where like. You don't even fight a champion. You just fight Lance at the end. And I think it maybe his Pokemon might break 50. Um, In Pokemon Gold, Gen 2, Gen two uh, his highest was 58 with Arcanine. He had an Arcanine? That's not even Dragon type. Uh, in Gold, Silver, and Crystal, uh, he has a Pidgeot, Alkazam, Rhydon, Gyarados, Executor, and Arcanine. I think the reason... Are you talking about Lance? Oh, Lance? No, no, no. I thought you were talking about Blue. My bad. No, Lance. No, yeah, that's the gym leader. Mm-hmm. That's that's post-game, so that, that would be high. Because he takes Giovanni's spot. Mm-hmm. But, Lan- yeah, Lance... I mean, the second round, they're definitely... I think you go through and fight... I know, and I don't know if it was in the original, but I know in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, once you get the second set of badges from Kanto, then it unlocks like the real Pokemon League, where they have like the highest level fucking Pokemon, and they all have six Pokemon. Yeah, I, I didn't like it that the Ice Chick got replaced with the Psychic dude. His name was Will or whatever. Lorelai was hot. She had all the Ice Pokemon. We're talking it, about in, in Gen Two, right? So in Gen One. Mm-hmm. Uh, the po- the Pokemon League was Lorelei, which was all ice. You had Bruno, which was all fighting and rock. Agatha, which was ghost and lance. And then in Gen Two, you have Will, you have who was psychic. You have Koga, which is poison and bug. You have mm-hmm. Bruno again. You have Karen, who is dark type, and I think ghost might just be dark because she had Houndoom and all that stuff and Umbreon. And then you had Lance. So I guess the Pokemon League went to five in Gen 2, because technically the Pokemon League was 5 with the champion in Gen 1. Well, I mean, it's the Elite 4 and then the champion. Yeah, and I guess in this part, it's Elite 4 and then Lance is the champion now? Yeah, after, so... Like, because Red forget- steps down as the champion? Yeah, because he goes off and, like, goes on Mount Silver and all I that I mean, shit. he's the final boss, yeah. Yeah, fucking 85, level 85 Pikachu and shit. And that's the beginning one, or is, no? Is that that's not what he starts off with? I think he starts no, off I think with like he Snorlax. starts off with like yeah, either Snorlax or Umbreon or Espeon, one of the two. 
Because I think he has he has Pikachu, all three of the final Gen One starters, and I think he has Umbreon and Espeon. Well, he either has Umbreon or Espeon. I think it's definitely Espeon. I think it's uh, Espeon and a Snorlax. As well. So Snorlax, Snorlax, Pikachu, Espeon, and then the three. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but that fight yeah. that that music that kicks in against Red is so good because the music drops out when you're walking mm-hmm. up. There is no music, and then you get up to him. And then it just starts. You're like, okay, this is fucking dope. And you only get one. You only get to beat him once. You don't get to retry over and over again. In the OG if you game. lose, you don't fight him again. If you if you lose, you get to retry. But you can only beat okay. him once. Yeah. Also, Gen two uh, create Gen two was able to let me catch Scyther really early, which I always loved Scyther as a kid. Yeah, the bug catching uh, yep. thing was. You could catch awesome. Growlithe really early, which I loved. Growlithe, Growlithe's were like Ar- Growlithe and Arcanine next to Cyndaquil. Growlithe and Arcanine are like my favorite Pokemon because they're just awesome and they're still like really good. Like they're in OUs most of the time because they can. They're really good physical, you know, attackers and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, but no, just Gen One or Gen Two was my jam, man. That introduced no, uh, the versus it. the versus seeker where you could call people back and rebattle them. So it made mm-hmm. it made training a lot because in the original one, you would have to just fight Pokemon after you. There was like a soft cap on all the trainers you could fight in Gen One, and then you had to yeah. go fight you know the wild Pokemon and all that shit. So I re- I wish that you know they had like regular rematches, and I think that in Heart Gold Soul Silver they did. Yeah, they had the gym leader rematches, which I think is pretty fucking cool. Oh yeah, because that's how you fucking leveled your Pokemon to level one hundred. Mm-hmm. Had a ball and ass Blastoise that had uh, the move Avalanche. That because Blastoise is slow as shit. Mm-hmm. But Avalanche, uh, it only does sixty attack. But if you go second, it does one hundred and twenty with a hundred percent of hit rate. Shit's fucking dumb. Yeah, he was a fucking tank. He was just like bop. Like, I could single-handedly beat Lance with just him. Stupid. Yeah, it's real dumb. All right, ready for Scotty? Yeah, let's do it. Because he's got five. Uh, any backlog that you're going to get to while half the world is in panic? Uh, I don't have a whole lot of backlog, but I'm gonna, I am gonna. I want to keep finishing the messenger. Uh, there's no backlog because I'm just going to be playing PSO2 and uh, Monster Hunter with the new update for the PC and Doom Eternal. So all yep, that PSO drops this week. PSO2 is where I'm going to be at. Actually, PSO2 drops today. I mean, we're streaming it three nights next week or this week, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what car needs to be in Rocket League that's surprisingly not yet? My answer is Speed Racers Mach 5. That was a real good one. That's probably what I would have picked. Uh, cars that need to be in it. Uh, the DeLorean's already in it, I believe. Ghostbusters car is in it. The Jurassic Park Jeep is in it. Uh, Batmobile is in it? Question mark? Is it? I don't know. I don't play Rocket League enough to know. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of anything. You could put the Futurama ship in it and just put wheels on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't the, oh, the idea. Turtles van, the TMNT van. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, put the, put the fucking mystery machine in there. That, I don't think is that already it, it in? Might be that might in, be in there. It might be in there. I'm not Maybe. sure. I don't know. I don't. I played Rocket League for all of a month, and then I moved on to something else. You could put the Flintstones car in there. <laughs> That'd be dope. That'd be pretty cool. 
I'm just trying to think of uh, different cars that you could put in there from like old cartoons and old movies. I'm looking up the uh, the car list. Yeah, the Batmobile is in there. Dodge Charger RT, 89 Batmobile. The 99 Nissan Skyline GTR R34. Jesus okay, Christ. I need to go look at that. Uh, Aftershock, Bone Shaker, DeLorean, Time Machine, Dominus, Ecto-1, Esper, Fast four, uh, Four-Wheel Drive. Are there any monster GT. trucks in there? We need Gravedigger in there. <laughs> uh, Grog. I don't know what Grog is. Going to look that up. Ice Charger, Jurassic Jeep Wrangler, The Kit, Marauder, Masamune, or Masamune, if you're having an identity crisis. Um, the McLaren 570S, the MR11, Nemesis, Proteus, Ripper, Scarab. Oh, is that the Scarab from fucking Halo? Uh, Takumi, Probably the not. Dark Knight Rises Tumblr. Oh, uh, yeah. Triton. Twin Mill 2, Vulcan, Zippy. Those are all the premium ones. They've got a bunch of imports. They've got a bunch of limited ones. Some exclusives. Uh, Mario NSR, Samus's Gunship. That must be on the Switch version. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. It's gotta. Uh, let's, let's look we need the R-Wing. Oh, the land cruise or the land uh, thing. Uh, the tank from uh, The Landmaster? Star- yeah, the Landmaster yeah, should yeah, be yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, what? F- okay. Fucking the Blue Falcon. Okay, yeah. Get the Blue Falcon. Just take F Zero cars and put it in there. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, fuck. Grog is just an ugly looking snow mish- Like, you ever go to a hockey game and they the bring Zamboni? out the Zamboni? Yeah, sure. That's what it looks like. Yeah, that's the Zamboni. I don't know. I'm trying to think of uh, other cars from video games, but I can't think of anything. It's probably a whole lot of licensing issues, too. Probably. I'm looking at all these. Yeah, the Scarab is not what I thought it was. That's pretty lame. <laughs> Stupid. Mario NSR with the Mario and Luigi one. The Samus's gunship. That thing is so cool. Oh, is that like her actual ship? It's her ship in car form. So just put wheels on it, and there it is. That's cool. All right. Uh, yeah, put the Landmaster in there. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's see. Luck of the Irish is a Disney movie made for TV and has not aged well due to all the stereotypes. What's a movie you love that also has not aged well with today's pulse? For clarity, this one is Rachel's, not mine. Uh, something A movie that I like that has not aged well due to like how the world is now. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of. I think of like Demolition Man, but I don't think that aged well just because it wasn't a great movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, movies that that was aged that well. was actually going to be my go-to. Like I'm trying to think of movies that wouldn't work. Like I was, I I recently saw a thing. I think it was an interview with uh Robert Downey Jr. and he they were talking about Tropic Thunder. And could it be remade oh, today? Oh, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I didn't watch the full thing, so I don't know what he thought. But I don't know if that could be well, made. he said that it could be remade, but should it? And no. the answer is probably no. Yeah. He actually goes into a little bit more depth in uh, into the conversation. Uh, he actually is, like, super proud of that movie. Like, it's, it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. Eh. <laughs> but but yeah. there's... There's 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 some issues with that movie. Uh, I would say, 
Ah, shit. I just had the fucking movie in my head. Uh, and we were just talking about Donnie, Robert Johnny Jr. Shit. Um, Natural Born Killers? He's in that. No. Fuck. I lost it. I always think about Back to the Future and how it always... I always... Even as a kid, I was like... So they're trying to say a white guy made... Uh, was the inspiration for that Chuck Berry song? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that's probably bad. That's probably not good. Uh, oh, So what I was going to say was, it had nothing to do with like adding a new movie. But like I wanted to bring up... When I first saw Demolition Man... Uh, it was when Taco Bell was having that massive epidemic with E. coli. Yeah. And they were shutting down stores. And so when I saw the thing where the guy is like, all the music is like commercial jingles and every single yeah, restaurant's yeah, yeah. now Taco Bell. I'm like, oh, oh, that's, that's, that's not, that's not a good. You know, <laughs> I think, uh, I think that was not the same over in the UK because Taco Bell wasn't that big over there. So instead really? it was switched out with Pizza Hut. But huh. so th- if you look at it, it's dubbed like they redub it and say Pizza Hut, but they didn't refilm it. So he says, so everything is like tacos and shit. Everything still says Taco Bell, and even the if you look at John Travolta or not John Travolta, uh, Sylvester Stallone, his mouth when he says it, he still says Taco Bell. They just dubbed over it and said Pizza Hut. That's dumb. I'm trying. I don't know anything in the '80s where they used a lot of homophobic slurs. I don't think you can get away with any of those movies nowadays. Oh yeah, like uh, what's that one movie that we did? A um, Monster Squad. There you go, Monster Squad. Yeah, that was real bad with that. They dropped the F. Like I'll say fuck all day, but I won't say the other one. Yeah, it's uh, any it's of those. Bad. Anything that's like super like uh, basically a whole lot of '80 movies, '80s movies. Like, a lot of stuff where, like, over-sexualizing women and shit like that. So, like, mm-hmm. that shit wouldn't fly nowadays, I don't think. Uh, yeah. That's basically it. I think that's all I can think of. Uh, Next question. What's the best ramen that you've ever had? Not the 40-cent kind. I've had... There's a place... I don't know if it's still open. But... De- oh, so no. Uh, I can't remember the place, but my buddy took me to a place when I went out to Orange County. And he took me to a ramen place out there that was fucking dope but the one that i do remember was down in texas called ramen tatsuya and they give you like i waited an hour and a half to get this ramen and it was literally like like, it was like naruto fucking style of bowl like humongous and i got like the spicy version it's just like i couldn't finish it all because it was i mean because ramen if you if you only eat the stuff that's in ramen then you can get through it pretty well but you're supposed to eat the drink the broth as well because it's fucking good uh that i couldn't finish it it was so much like it was so much but it was so good it's so worth the wait too uh for me i'm gonna give two because i've been to japan i was gonna say yeah you've been to the nihon uh the best fucking ramen i had was in a fucking airport to be honest <laughs> there was there was just this guy that was that had like his little section off area uh, and all they did was specialize in like ramen one and thing. the way that it, in one thing they had like a few other things, but it, the way that the restaurant operated was you had a wall of like different items and prices and you would just press it. You'd get a receipt, come back and they they would just like serve it out like five, 10 minutes later and they call your number and you pick it up. And it was, it was like the best fucking ramen I have ever had in my life 
It was so good. Ramen's good. I'll um, dr- I'll eat ramen even when it's like 100 degrees outside. <laughs> th- that moment, like when I was in Iwakuni, that moment was the moment where I was just like, pork belly is life. Like, yeah, it's fucking candy. Yeah, you like, always that is what real ba- real bacon is supposed to be most of the time. Um, there is another place in Fairfax, and I forget the name of it, but they specialize in ramen as well. Uh, this one, um, I got their seafood version of it, and also amazing, hmm. super good. Not on the same level, and I think it, what it comes down to is ingredients. Because yeah, like freshness and what they have, you can they make their own miso in Japan. Yeah. Here it's you know it's store bought, you yeah. know, or it's just a paste uh, and you boil it with water. Yeah, so there's there's just a lot of like cultural differences between the two. I um, bought a bunch of, of them, fucking ramen. <laughs> yeah, high quality food, but you know it's there's nothing that compares to getting it in country. Yeah, uh, surprisingly enough, our Walmart had ramen. Like ramen noodles, like I was able Dude, to we buy. Out. I was able to buy cup and package. So, but then I yeah, went to no. Kroger where ramen noodles were on sale for seventeen cents a pack. That bitch was gone. All yeah. that was gone. Yeah, that's back up anyway. That shit can last for fucking ever. <laughs> it's really not that good for you. No, I it's terrible watching, for you. Like not just ramen, but like specifically like top ramen. Yeah. Like that shit is so bad for you because it doesn't properly break down. Yeah. Have you ever looked at like the in sodium and yakisoba noodles? Like the package nah, of yaki like, I don't I don't want to look at. It. I know it's bad. It's like 120% of your daily intake. <laughs> that's that's fucking insane. Those bitches are good though. Uh last one. Your favorite game that you suck at. Mine is Anarchy Reigns. Uh any fighting game. any fighting game that i'm like i like this game and i'm like i suck at this game (laughs) uh titanfall yeah i I am awful at titanfall like i'm like you could say the same thing i like any first person shooter i am garbage at i'm surprised Uh, better at those than i thought i was nah fucking i'm absolute ass at first person shooters but I mean, if you if you say Halo, I like Halo for the gameplay, but I fucking love the storyline in Titanfall too. That just that game yeah. is just outstanding. That also, another really underrated. good game, uh, Syndicate for the Xbox 360. I thoroughly enjoyed that game as well. Yo, there was somewhere selling Vanquish for like on PS3 for like twenty dollars. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm like no. seriously. Yeah, it was nah. one. It was one of those half price books. It was the, specifically the one that had like the hundred dollar Sui code in two. That's Remember? cheap. No, it was like two hundred. Remember, because I sent it to you and I was like, okay, and I was you were like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, that's like when we first started like talking and hanging out. Hmm. But yeah, no, definitely. But I looked at it. I was like, I really like Vanquish, but I don't like it that much. <laughs> No, that's that's a ten dollar game at best, but whatever. No, um, fighting games. I mean, Dragon Ball Fighters, Marvel, any of the Marvel games, Street Fighter, any of those that I end up liking, I'm just complete garbage at. It's all about practice, man. And I've got too many games to really practice at it. I think I like the the FGC as a whole more than I like actually playing the games. Like I like Mm -hmm. being part. Like I would sit there and like. 
I could be one of the streamers for FGC. Like, I would fucking love to do that and get paid to do like that. Like commentary? No, not even commentary. Just the guy behind making sure everything technically, technical-wise. Oh, okay, is, yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. those guys, like, spooky and all that shit, they're fucking important as shit. Mm-hmm. Like, because you can't have a commentator that's also doing tech work. Like, they're there to be the face. Well, Spooky's been doing some commentation commentary he does, too. But he started for, off, uh, he, but he started off as a tech guy because there was a yeah. time where he was either going into Canada or coming out of Canada back into the states, and TSA took all of his fucking equipment, and he didn't get it back for months. Yeah, yeah, there was some bullshit claim that they were like, "Oh, this is such and such and such and such." Now, again. If you're listening to this podcast, please research your shit, whatever we say, because what we could say is totally wrong. But I do remember a situation many years back where he got a lot of his shit taken at TSA or from TSA at one of the customs, one of the border. Holy customs. shit. Yeah, it was a really big like it was all throughout the FGC community. Because I think there might have been a fundraiser for it, too. I know there was a fundraiser for Ducky because Ducky was uh, one of the biggest modders in the FGC. And he had a lot mm-hmm. of connections. He doesn't mod anymore, but like he lost one of his eyes, and uh, yeah, soldering accident without goggles on. So uh, wow, yeah. So, but there was a huge like GoFundMe for him and all that stuff because he was like out of a job and all that stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, the FGC community can be amazing at sometimes. They'll talk shit on your gameplay if you suck, but yeah. they'll also take care of you. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. So, well, that's all I got. Yep, same. What do you got coming up this I mean, week? I, I got PSO 2. I got the, well, if this podcast came out, it, the stream would have already happened. So, me and Scotty are going to stream the Capcom beat up bundle on Monday night. Nice. Uh, because I just want to play Armored Warriors, Knights of the Round, and a couple other ones. I forgot I had the game. It's on sale right now for 10 bucks. I went to go buy it, and it was just like, didn't give me the buy option. It just said start, and I was like, oh, I own this already. So uh, we got PSO2, Monster Hunter World update for PC is on Thursday night. And then Doom Eternal comes out on the 20th, which I'm going to buy a, uh, a digital version first so I can play it on my PC. And then later down the road, I'm going to pick up a physical copy on one of the systems so I can have one. Nice. Uh, I'm chugging away at the project that I had. I made a lot of headway on it. Um, I, I've probably got like like one portion that I was just focusing on took forever. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of information. I've been doing a lot of research on it. Not a lot of people like actually talk about Anarchy Reigns. No. There's one video that I think was pretty fucking cool. I like the aesthetic of his shit, and I forget his name escapes me. But he does like a lot of um, imagery from Toonami. Oh uh, yeah, very laid back. He's kind of like uh, an animator, shit like that. And he covered Anarchy Reigns, but after that, nobody did like an in depth look into anarchy reigns so if people haven't already guessed i'm working on something for anarchy reigns so that's what's going on um probably not going to come out this week maybe next week hopefully yeah i gotta work on my part for it too yeah but so, well, now no, that i'm no. home i'll have some time so i don't know maybe all these fucking vidgy games <laughs> but no more, more pso2 that's that's the big yeah, that's an open beta that doesn't have a close date. 
Mm-hmm. So we're going to be playing that all week. Uh, depending on what pal plays, for, I probably won't play. Friday nights are usually pretty busy for me because I go and help my wife clean up at work. But mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to get in on that indie night, one of those nights. So yeah, might I'll probably keep playing the messenger. I need to pick up the DLC for that too. But yeah, check out the messenger as well. It's fucking great. Right on. All right, that's all I got. So y'all take care. Wash your hands and take care of yourself. Yep, have a good one.